tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. Good game day to you and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and tonight the Rebels take their first swing as repeating as region champs with this early season matchup against the Farragut Admirals. The Admirals have split their first two, winning their season opening and falling last week to Knox West on the road. Can the Rebels add a second chapter to Farragut's road game struggles? Well, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview game number three, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? I'm keeping with my theme, Wayne. I'm going to make a quote. The late, great Chris Ledoux, man, you got my back up against the wall, and if you touch my hat, you're going to have to fight us all. <laughs> Red Rebels defensive posse rode into North Knoxville last Thursday, holding Powell to 49 plays at 261 yards with a pick by Gowan and a fumble forced by Cooper. Tonight, back in the friendly hornet-free confines of Skeeter and 95.7 the Duke as we draw on the streets of Maryville against the Admiral Cowboys, Smiley, Allie Johnson, and let's not forget former Gov Ashton yeah, Auker is going to be the name that you uh, hear me struggle with the most tonight, but we're going to make it through. Uh, yeah, you talked about it last week's matchup uh, against Powell, uh, a, a Jordan Potsless Powell, but at the same rate, a Powell team that, that brought some good plays, had some playmakers that uh, did some things in the second half, but ultimately uh, just, a, just a steady eddy approach by the Rebels. Uh, was more than the Pal Panthers could handle, uh, knocking off the defending 5A state champs just a week ago. Uh, really, 38-13 to 13 was what it was on the scoreboard, but I feel like late in the game, playing a lot of kids to try to get that, uh, get that experience there in a, in a non-region matchup. Yeah, absolutely. Matthew Clemmer has been playing sound quarterback. He's got a 134.75 passer rating. Peyton Cooper made some big tackles at 11 tackles, six solo, one force fumble, and one block PAT against Powell. Um, just to mention a few stats from last week. You know, last week was probably highlighted by the, the actions of one Noah Vaughn. You know, he had a great week one, but just Gage Ledoux, three touchdowns. It's hard to not give that player of the game to, to a player like that. Well, Noah said, okay, if three touchdowns is what it takes to get it, I'll get three in week number two. And, of course, he was last week Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. So we were able to talk to him uh, just earlier this week, sit down with him in our Red Hot Minute. Again, if you're just joining us, first time listening, the Red Hot Minute is an approach to, to kind of let everybody learn a little bit about the Rebels, uh, but ultimately uh, just a free, fun thing that uh, the players get to do by virtue of winning that player of the game. So here's the message that Noah Vaughn sent in this week's Red Hot Minute. And welcome into this week's Red Hot Minute. I am pleased to be joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. That is Mr. Noah Vaughn. Noah, appreciate you taking the time with us, buddy. Oh, of course. It's great to be here. Noah, again, three touchdowns on the ground against uh, a pal and and really just uh, just a dominant performance. Uh, really been lighting it up the first two weeks, but uh, but uh, you engaged just really tandem 
uh, week's number one and two player of the game. But what one of the cool things about being the player of the game, you get to be part of what we call the Red Hot Minute, which is shotgun-style questions to tell our listeners a little bit extra about our Rebels and uh, and maybe some things they knew and maybe some things they didn't know. Uh, Noah, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. The game begins in three, two, one. All right, Noah, what pro athlete do you look up most, past or present? Uh, I, I got to say it's Alvin Kamara. Good call. Most used social media platform? Uh, probably either Twitter or uh, Instagram. Favorite animal? Uh, jaguar, black jaguar. On a scale of one to Carrie Underwood, that being a 10, what is your karaoke skills? Karaoke, I would say eight out of 10. You and Coach Hunter on the same level. What's your favorite <laughs> class in high school, non-sports related? Mm, Stephen Feathers in English class. Favorite superhero? Mm, Green Arrow. Favorite video game or board game? Video game, I'm going to have to say Overwatch. All right, one I've got to ask just because I asked Gage and I was interested in his. If you could have any vehicle to drive, what would it be? Vehicle? I'll say Audi R8. Okay, he was a Bugatti guy, so Audi R8. So you guys are all about the cars. So, uh, guys, no appreciate the time as always. You're, uh, you're, you know, you're a busy uh, student, but you're a busy athlete as you've uh, you've put a lot on film uh, to be able to be proud of. So appreciate the time, and you have outlasted the Red Hot Minute. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, and that is Noah Vaughn this past week, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. And let's uh, take us a little break, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Maryville High School in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, it's good to be back home. It's good to be in the friendly confines of Maryville High School. You know, some people say you don't know what you got until you go away from it. Well, we went last week. We know what we don't got, and uh, we don't have those hornets. Ben, Ben, you can you can settle down. But uh, we are here at Maryville High School. AC is kicking, and uh, Mr. Ken Main to my left enjoying some uh, some Pistol Creek eats. You know, talk about uh, each home game. We've got great food really joined in with us the last couple years uh, to get the press box food taken care of. REO Cheese Wagon and Pistol Creek Eats. But this week, Ben, Pistol Creek Eats, they're, uh, they're throwing their name in the hat for, for the player of the game, and it hasn't even started yet. Yeah, that Tums bottle at home is going to pay the price. <laughs> I had the uh, spicy sausage sandwich. Folks, if you have not had the spicy sausage sandwich from Pistol Creek Eats, you need to go out and get one. Um, but, 
you will pay the price with the Tums bottle. Yeah, check them out. They're on Facebook, Pistol Creek Eats. They're on on social media, but they are they stay in Blunt County, so it's not like you got to go to Knoxville. It's not like you got to go uh, outside really uh, the normal travel area to find them tonight. Actually, five date if you're out, not making it to Skeeter Shield Stadium. They're at the Casual Pint right there off in front of Target, and uh, they're set up outside, so you can you can pick it up to go and uh, and keep listening to Rebel Radio. Absolutely. Hey, so Ben, we talked about it. Red Hot Minute, Noah Vaughn. What, what he? It's funny. Fast guys like fast vehicles. You know, Noah Vaughn wants a, an Audi, and uh, Gage Ledoux wants a Bugatti. I still don't know how to. For a couple of weeks. Yeah, let's remember that we had to look up what a Bugatti was from last Thursday to now. I had to look it up twice, Ben. The first time did not. I'm like, that's not a car. Right. Anyway, uh, but I think it's going to be interesting as the the season goes. I want to ask that just because I feel like if a lineman or if a linebacker maybe gets it, I feel like it's going to be like a big truck or like something that can rock crawl or something. Hummer. But for like receivers and running backs, maybe even quarterbacks, they want speed. I'm, I'm interested if anybody picks it. A bit, probably not. Maybe Peyton Cooper. <laughs> Maybe Peyton Cooper. Uh, but but as we uh, do each week as well, we talk to Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, uh, again, coming out of the half, the first two weeks, talk about adjustments, talks about things he could do better, uh, and and he kind of made those things happen in the first two weeks. And this week, we were able to sit down with Coach Hunt, talk about what was good and and needed improvement from a week ago, and what they look to do here against the Farragut Admirals. Here's the the interview with the coach. As always, welcome in, Coach Hunt. Uh, appreciate the time as, as you spend with us each and every week talking about last week's game, but also previewing uh, tonight's matchup or the upcoming game later this week. But, Coach Hunt, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you. All right, Coach Hunt. Uh, uh, again, another good victory on the road. Uh, get to 1-0 and on the road. So, <laughs> 2-0 overall on the season with a victory over Powell this past Thursday night. Uh, kind of a ruckus environment. Powell had a, a good home stand, had a had a good setup there, uh, and uh, and the boys came ready to play in the all-white unis and uh, battled there for, for 48 minutes. Yeah, I thought we had a good, a good game plan, and our kids played well, played hard, handled some adversity early with Gage Ledoux going out in that first drive. But, um, you know, our kids adapted, and we adjusted after a couple drives. Defense played lights out, and, you know, Powell's got some really good football players, obviously the defending 5A state champs, so I was really excited about that one. And, uh, you, you know, uh, again, another <laughs> appreciation for your halftime comments. Uh, again, we, we saw Gage kind of exit, but didn't know the extent of that, so appreciate that how's how's gage doing this week he's been better <clears throat> like been doing better um he uh you know he's been dressed out i think he'll be a game kind of decision friday we'll just kind of see how it goes all right sounds good wish him the best as uh the week one player of the game i uh, never like to see uh see him go down but uh a good win a lot of battle there you talked last week about the defender in faust uh, he, he was as advertised, uh, looked like, uh, going into the game, you know, I think Jordan Potts on paper game time decision, but I don't know that many people thought he would play. Uh, but in, in pregame was very much dressed, was ready to go. And, uh, I think trainers were watching him, but, uh, did not go. Uh, he stayed dressed, but, uh, Stukesbury got the start, uh, a smart young kid. And I think very much similar to the comments you made. He's a smart kid. He knows what, sh- what's going to happen and how the game's be played but these uh at this point you know being kind of thrust into action looked like at moments uh he kind of was drinking from a fireman's hose 
But yeah, I mean, just a sophomore, <clears throat> he's going to be a really good player for him, obviously. Um, I'm sure the speed was a little bit different for him, you know, but he got to play a lot against Anderson County. And so he's played, in, he's played in between Anderson County and Maribel. He's played in two big games and that only helped him, you know, become the player I'm sure he wants to become down the road. I, I think uh, we can't go much beyond last week without talking about Noah Vaughn's performance. Uh, when you stack Gage's performance in week one versus Noah's in, in week number two, that's a that's a one-two punch at the running back position that uh, people around the state's got to be taking notice of. Uh, but Noah had his night, three touchdowns, and really just uh, explosive uh, is, is what we say with Noah, but he lived up to it there against Powell. Obviously, we know how good Noah is, phenomenal player, and anytime he touches it, it can go the distance. And he proved, you know, I think Thursday – He's uh, one of the best players in the state of Tennessee. And, you know, while Virginia wants, wants him to come play there. So he's, he's every bit as advertised. And um, so hopefully we can, we can continue to improve and, and have nights like that every week. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was a very, very well-thought-out performance offensively and, and, again, got to 2-0, and the ultimate goal, uh, and, and, again, excited for what this week looks like as we jump into region play. Uh, but before we do that, uh, also, as, as we try each and every week to talk about the defense, uh, we looked at the stats, linebacking core alone, and there's, uh, there's a several linebackers there that are accumulating. I think we're two games in, and there's already uh, maybe 30-plus tackles just by the linebackers. Really feel good about our linebackers. You know, three seniors, um, you know, the two inside, Peyton Cooper and Jacob Richmond, they played a lot of football for us the last year. Uh, and then Isaiah French, you know, we moved him down from safety to outside linebacker, and he's doing a great job there too so really excited about their play they're just going to keep getting better Peyton Cooper um I think is leading us in tackles right now and he's just a heck of a football player so really really doing a good job coach Cobble you know coach Cruz coach Russell they all spend some time with linebackers so they're doing a great job too yeah Peyton got a uh, didn't he block a PAT uh in the game yes he did that's uh that that's quick twitch that means he knows where where the ball's at how to get up field so he's had a great season early on and we just hope that that uh that that continues and builds on that builds on that. But uh, coach, as we turn the page, talking about this week's matchup against Farragut, uh, open region play. Uh, Farragut, a common uh, foe, several years long history with the Admirals. Uh, I guess they're one and one coming into to, to this week's matchup. They went on the they won at Beach High School, but then uh, West High School got them last week. Uh, a game that we're going to see later in the year. What'd you see from the Admirals? Yeah, so um, obviously got the big win against Beach, who's a who's a super talented football team, and uh, that was a that was a really good win for Farragut. And then um, lost to a, a great West team. I think I think West, you know, just from seeing them on film, to me they look like the team to beat in five A. Honestly, um, they're they're not only talented but well coached and. Uh, you know, um, anyway, so that was a great test for Farragut. I think they learned a lot about that game. And they'll be better prepared when they play us this week, you know, honestly. Um, so Farragut um, lost a lot from last year's team. However, I, I kind of feel like they do a good job every year of always having the next guy ready, especially at quarterback. They just look like clones the last decade. Every Farragut quarterback has, has looked like clones of each other in, in that they are really accurate passers. They've got great hands, great feet. Um, so, I mean, I think um, 
I think Farragut's got a chance to win a lot of games this year. And and Farragut just watching a little bit uh, on on film looks like they use the play action quite a bit. Got some nice receiving pieces out there. Got some speed. Like to use the middle of the field. I, I guess uh, with the the upfield potential of of Maryville's defense, I guess how do you attack that uh, that approach? Yeah. So two good, two really good receivers. The same running back as last year, who's who's quick very quick and hit the, hits the holes hard and you know he's had he's had two or three long touchdown runs in the first two games um you know defensively we'll need to tackle well we'll need to keep everything in front of us because they've got two guys that if they get past the second or the first level or catch it on our second level you know they're they're really good at making guys miss and they make one miss and can go score fast enough to, to kind of outrun everybody so we'll have to do a really good job tackling and we've done that so far this year so hopefully we'll continue. i have no doubt about it coach also uh, uh it's always good to get back at home be back in skeeter shield stadium but looks like uh gonna be a, a special guest there in the don story athletic center is coach wilson's coming back uh to to visit there friday night I'd heard that. He comes back each year, um, one game a year, and, you know, it's always pretty special. I think he was at last year's Alcoa game. So, uh, you know, it's always great to see him each year, and we're looking forward to that. Mr. Joey Winders put it on social media, so I'll blame him. So, uh, again, give Joey all the credit. Uh, he helps with the uh, the little Rebs, the Southerners, and the Rebs, so uh, uh, appreciate what he does. But, uh, Coach, I know you're, you're again, continuing to prep, uh, as you do each and every week, all the way up until game time, so we won't take any more of your time. But uh, appreciate, as always, what you do, how you support us, give us time, and, uh, and go get them Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Awesome. And that has been the interview with Coach Derek Hunt right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM. Let's take a break. Listen to some good sponsors when we come back. More of that Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here, 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories. Or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Maryville High School right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, and Ben, you, you talk to the coach each week, and it's, it's funny how every week you, you kind of go into it and you're like, oh, I think this, and, and it's completely different. So maybe that's the listener and me, <laughs> but maybe uh, that's Coach Hunt just always kind of dissecting what has happened the previous week and getting ready. But uh, great, great interview with him. Talked about Noah's or uh, Gage's inter- injury. Uh, looks like he's going to be rested. We don't know the the, the qu- quantity that we're going to see out of Gage Ledoux tonight. Uh, but I have seen him dressed, so we'll see. Probably a game time decision, as Coach spoke about. Yeah, yeah, and I uh, heard he got some limited reps this week. But diving into that conversation a little bit, he talked a little bit about how there are clones made at at Farragut at quarterback. So Dawson Moore last year, he had twenty one hundred. 2,197 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, 440 yards rushing, and seven touchdowns. And Jack Alley's replacing him. Now, this run-pass offense that Coach Eddie Courtney in his 27th year will run, it's going to be similar to that fourth-quarter play where you saw Aiden Green last week against Powell. 
They're going to run a slot slant, and what they're going to try to do is bait the linebackers and create big yardage plays over the middle. Yeah, and it looks like they really kind of feasted on the center of the field against West. If, if they did anything well, that was what it was. It was through Auker uh, doing a lot of that movement there, uh, but also working off the play action, having the linebackers bite just to create the one-on-one. So I, I think you're going to see some of that. I think that's going to be their identity as they build into this 2022 season. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I think that's why we play them. We'll, uh, we'll get it right here on Jim Renfro here in just a few short minutes. But, but Ben, uh, the night. 95.7 Duke FM starters for tonight for the Red Rebels. Uh, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, at quarterback will be Matthew Clemmer. At running back, starting running back Noah Vaughn. The wide receiving core will be Zeke McCoy, DJ Gillins, and Caleb Dunford. The H-back Gage Ledoux. The line will look like this. Cal Grubbs will anchor the center. The tackles uh, will be Blake Heckman and Alex Boyd. The guards, Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge defense on the front will be Jason Maneker, Caleb Graham, and Frankie Diaz. Jacob Richmond, Peyton Cooper, and Isaiah French, and Brandit Husky will be your linebackers. And in the defensive backfield, Hutton Jones, Cannon Johnson, Drew Wallace, and Zeke McCoy. The specialist, Corbin Price, will be the kicker and the punter, and the long snapper and the holder, Peyton Cooper and Caleb Dunford. So, again, a strong lineup. Uh, That's two straight weeks. No changes from Coach Hunt. Yeah, and he talked a lot about those linebackers. Linebacker U is what we're, we're getting ready to be called with Cooper, French, and Richmond. A combined 34 tackles, two for a loss, and one fumble last week. You know, I think you, you look at the last few years, and again, as Rebel Radio this fourth season, you just talk about what we've had over those last four years. Lou Birchfield anchored it, and it was like, oh, what do we do? There's the, the Masons and there's the different kids that, that really were pieces of that puzzle that you're like, how do you replace that kid? And then this year, Peyton Cooper becomes that guy. It's his time. It's his senior year. He and Richmond really locking it down, locking down huge tackles. Yeah, and how about Zach going in the fourth quarter? The fire starter <laughs> makes that makes that pick and runs it all the way back for a touchdown. Just get, You know, he's a team guy. The, the well, sidelines was just fired up when Zach did that. I, I was going to say that the sideline erupted when that happened, and, and that's, what it, that's what it means to be a teammate. You know, it's one thing, you know, if you're a senior and you're not necessarily a starter, you can you – can, you can mail it in. You can show up on Friday nights and just wear the jersey, or, or maybe not. I mean, there's kids that, that decide to step away. Uh, but I think what you look at with Goins is he got his opportunity against a 5A state champ. He knew where he needed to be, played assignment sound football, and when when guy floated one across the middle, he made him pay for it. That's right. Love love what uh, what all these players do for the Red Rebels. But as we look uh, here in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, one big thing we try to do each and every week is is reward our sponsors. You know, And I know people aren't interested in billboard material, but, man, we've got a great sponsorship team that's taken time to invest in, in Rebel Radio and Maryville High School, and we want to take time to, to reward them as well. Twin City Certified in Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsor. You'll hear them a lot. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and Ario Cheese Wagon jumping on board uh, as game day sponsors. Painter One, Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7 Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Hemidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denso Manufacturing, all great sponsors. And, and, you know, we talk about it each week. 
there's room to grow. We can, we can expand that family, get our team a little bit larger, and if you need that to happen, just hit us up on social media. Actually, I had a couple people reach out wanting to, to be a part of what, what is a good football team and a good institution, a good program but also just want to be a part of 95.7 Duke FM and Rebel Radio. Yeah, the Maryville faithful and me, we're ready for a couple Dwight Price first downs, <laughs> get in that common sense pest control red zone, and get some El Hemador touchdowns all night long, Wayne. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I kind of flatlined for a minute. I thought we saw the crown man in the house. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It was, it was a look-alike. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of look-alikes around. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, I think we're going to be excited to see what we can get out of that. Uh, the Huddleston Law Firm Red Zone, it was on fire a week ago. Really just a, a lot of plays that, that maybe didn't set up shop in the Red Zone, but they were able to cruise through it. So uh, excited about that and, and to see what that could look like. But as we uh, kind of stand up for the national anthem, uh, let's let the uh, let's let the Maryville faithful, the marching Red Rebels, uh, send us off to the uh, national anthem. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Maryville High School Skeeter Shield Stadium and Jim Renfro Field where your Red Rebels are getting ready to take on the Farragut Admirals. As we do each and every week, let's jump down to the sideline to hit up the sideline reporter, the one and only Chris Hibbs. Kips, keys to the game. What you got, buddy? Yeah. Well, it's tonight's keys to the game is to me, uh, defense. Got to that Farragut's going to be bringing. Uh, also on the defensive line, you got to stay uh, home. Uh, you know this Farragut team is going to love to try to. Use, uh, they're going to try to get a couple of false start penalties, so you got to stay disciplined. Wait till the ball is hiked. 
And then offensively, stay hot. I mean, just keep getting the ball to Noah. Uh, I heard Gage Ledoux is looking good. We're going to be back today. Get that offensive going and put up some points quickly on Farragut. Love the keys to the game as always, Mr. Hips, and uh, we'll be back with you just shortly. And, and Ben, I think Hips brings up a great point. You know, he, he has a lot of things going for him. Gage, if he's ready, uh, could be a dynamic that I don't know Farragut has a great answer for. But as the Rebels are taking the field, they go in front of the homestands, just salute the faithful. But they're in their red home jerseys, black and white stripes on either shoulder pad, white numerals trimmed in black, and then they have the gray football pants with black and red stripes on either side. Traditional Rebel helmet, Rebel script on either side. Uh, just a beautiful uniform here at, at home. Yeah, one of my favorites, Wayne. Um, I'll tell you right now, the student body, they're dressed up like Risky Business with old Tom Cruise. Remember that movie? So it, it is frat night here, and it's also... Uh, uh, Drug Awareness Night, it's a night that they raise money every year for that and uh, just want to raise that up and, and again, appreciate uh, the McCoy and the uh, Douglas family for continuing to, to raise that up and bring that awareness to a level uh, that it should be. But the Rebels have taken the field. Uh, they're about to break through the sign. It says, hey, Admirals, you may put up a fight, but the Maryville Rebels are going to sink your ship tonight. So, Gotta love the creativity. Any, I mean, I feel like that's a, it's a low-hanging fruit. Yeah, there's so many that you can go with. You know, when you when you have a ship, this, you know, it sinks, <laughs> it crashes, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they don't want it to, but it could happen. Uh, but uh, another thing, looking at the Farragut Admirals, they come into tonight on, in their road uniforms, the white jerseys, blue stripes on either shoulder pad. And then they have the gray football pants with the navy and white stripes on either side. Traditional Farragut helmet, not to be confused with the Dallas Cowboys. I really liked Hippie's points to the game, and I'll just tell you right now, running the football is key in this game. In the third quarter alone, Braden Latham ran for 172 yards against the Admiral defense in the third in, in that quarter. Eight carries and three touchdowns. So, yeah, I like the, like the keys to the game that Hippie sent up here to us. I think those are all great points. But another good point is a thanks to Kitchen Tune-Up for this pregame show. We're going to take our last break before kickoff. When we come back, captains for tonight's game and the kickoff here for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 665-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And 
and welcome back to Maryville High School. We're not near on Copperhead Road, Mr. Metz, but we're right here next to Cedar Street. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. The captains are out and uh, doing the uh, kind of cordial thing. A lot of photographers and a lot of guys out there. But your captains for tonight's game, for Farragut, it will be number 10, Ashton Auker, number 45, Porter Cherry, number 11, Barrett Smith, and then number 23, Jackson Fisher. For your Red Rebels, it will be number 60, Luke Roberts, number 71, Maddox Stott, number 11, Isaiah French, and number 20, Jaden McCord. Maribel does win the toss. Uh, they will elect to receive, so they will get the football first, wants to, to get the tempo set and push the offense. It'll be interesting to see how they play Ashton Auker, number 10, the transfer from William Blunt, uh, nine receptions for 208 yards, four catches, 142 yards, and two touchdowns against West. So looking for Dr. Jones maybe to be on the coverage for us. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how many risks are taken early in this matchup. I think I think Farragut's going to take some risk on defense to try to get upfield and, and create some pressure for Mr. Clemmer. But I'll just uh, I'll just kind of wait in ba- with bated breath to see what is the trigger we pull first. Absolutely, yeah. And with the pressure, you know, you create that pressure. What happens after you create pressure? Well, you've got to give up something. So That's I right. think there's an opportunity out there to make it pay. Gage Ledoux will not waste time. He will be deep for this opening kickoff, as well as Noah Vaughn and Cannon Johnson. So 7-0-8 on the uh, roster here as the Maryville Rebels will set up left to right on Jim Renfro Field, headed towards Cedar Street. As the clock hits zeros, can't start early. Can't do that. It looks like Farragut will be set up. Uh, ball will be on their own 40-yard line, and I'm trying to get the number of their kicker. Twelve, number twelve. That will be Reese Keeney. Uh, he's going to be a 5'11", 170-pound senior. So let's see if he gives one of the Rebels a chance to make something happen here. As the Rebel faithful have filed in, it's a full house here at Skeeter Shields. Hopefully for a big Rebel win. The kick is away, and it's football time in Maryville. Noah Vaughn will take it in the Maryville end zone, and that'll be a touchback. First and 10, ball on their own 20-yard line. That's a nice kick deep in the end zone. Got to love that, and really for Farragut, you're going to want that most of the night because I think endurance is going to be in the favor of the Rebels. If you look over there, they've got a lot of kids, but they don't have near as what is in the red jerseys here tonight. Yeah, it didn't look like he tried to kick it that hard either. Just kind of a chip shot that loaded. Clemmer's going to have the, the, the troops in a uh, in a huddle. Again, a, a up-tempo offense. You don't see these much, but this will be a true huddle. Looks like they're checking the play with Coach Hunt. He clears it up. They break the huddle. Clemmer's going to have Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bear gets up up close to the line of scrimmage. They're going to give it to Noah. He's going to break one tackle, break two, and drag Farragut Admirals on play number one for 12 big yards. Noah Vaughn. Yeah, what a beautiful play. Uh, that's the play that they used against Heritage. D.J. Gillins just turns around in that slot position. You've got to spot him as a linebacker. It opens up the middle of the field. You can get some big yardage out of that play, Wayne. Well, and that play is going to roll into motion a sequence of events that's going to open some big plays. They're going to flip Noah to the right, and they're going to have trips to the right, and the left is wide open. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Clemmer flips it out to Gage Ledoux. He gets across the 35 and pounds some admirals down to the up to the 39-yard line. 
Took three admirals to take him down. Well, a full head of steam, Gage Ledoux, and body lean, it's hard to beat. High-energy guy, Wayne. He's a high-energy guy. It's going to bring up second down, about four yards to go. Pickup of six there for the junior. And he's going to throw. It looked like he had a little brace on his elbow. He got rid of that quick. Going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Noah Vaughn to the right. Hip pocket, moving Gage Ledoux right to left. They stack him up behind the left tackle. And then they fake to Noah Vaughn, delivering the flat Zeke McCoy. He had one man to beat and give some credit to number three, John Duncan for Farragut. He doesn't make the tackle. Zeke's still running. Linebacker smelled dinner on that one. They bit. He came in the uh, DJ came in the flat, and made a made a nice play right there. Yeah, absolutely. DJ uh, is is really a piece of the puzzle. That uh, if he gets moving, there's a lot of opportunity there. But they make some substitutions. Zeke McCoy will go out wide with Gage Ledoux to the left, and they'll have Caleb Dunford down here by himself. They're going to move. Gage across the formation. He's going to stack up on the right. They're going to run behind him. He's going to go Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn across the 40 down to the 35-yard line of the Admirals, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Tackle made by number seven, Jack Alley. That play was set up by putting Gage Ledoux in the flanker position to open up that hole, just like the previous play. Well, and Ben, I'll tell you this. You know what that told me? You see all the motion that's there? That wasn't there against Heritage. A lot of it wasn't there against Powell. But they're getting confident with Mr. Clemmer's ability to run this offense, and that playbook had a few more pages in it this week. Yeah, and you look at Smiley and Alley. They're talking to each other, trying to figure it out. Stack set to the left and the right, Noah to the right. He's going to flip it out to D.J. Gillins, beats the, the first tackler, and gets ushered out of bounds after a short pickup. Pickup of three there on first down, and the Rebels continue to push tempo. 9.40 to go here in the first quarter of play. It's Rebels zero and Farragut zero. But the Red Rebels looking to change that. Yeah, Jack Alley made the tackle there. Him and Jay Smiley combined for 48 tackles on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, they take a small huddle. Again, just right at the line of scrimmage. Doesn't really allow for a Farragut substitution. They're going to kick Dumford out to the left, Zeke McCoy to the right, and straight away under center is Matthew Clemmer. And he's going to give the power set to Noah Vaughn. He's going to scamper inside the 25, push some admirals, and get down to the 21-yard line. A pickup. They needed eight. I think he got ten. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. How about number 54, Cal Grubbs, just driving that block all the way up to the 20-yard line there? Noah's so good. That was a 12-yard pickup. Made it look like 10. little play action. Clemmer's going to call his own number. I think he, he wanted to kick that wide. A lot of admirals out there. He just had to get upfield, get what he could get. Got back to the original line of scrimmage. That'll be a no gain, second and 10. Yeah, Jeff Piper on the tackle, and to clean it up was uh, Jack Alley. Yeah, first positive defensive play for the Admirals here tonight, and uh, we'll see if we can keep that number where it's at. They're going to kick Zeke McCoy out there. I think they like Zeke to the left side, to the wide side of the field, as Rebels go left to right here at Skeeter Shields. They're going to do the play action, give it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to back his way, spin move down inside the 15, down to the 11-yard line on second down. He needed... He needed 10. I think he got nine. Yeah, beautiful play. DJ put in motion. and no, they're uh, moving him. Yeah. yeah, beautiful play right there. They put they put DJ into motion, and then 
No one just pierces the gap right behind Cal Grubbs right there. And I think that's that body lean. You know, if you really look where he stopped, it was probably a yard short, but just the fall ahead forward, the way to always keep that forward body lean, that's what made the first down. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, right inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Clemmer under center, receiver to the left. They're going to move Gillins across the formation. They give it to Noah Vaughn wide open. Five, four, three, two, one. Touchdown, Rebels. That a boy, Noah. And Noah Vaughn really just uh, kind of stutter stepped at the line of scrimmage, made one cut, and it was rest was green grass to an end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. And the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. You can hear the band, Ben. Uh, they were ready for that one. Absolutely. Cue it up. It's frat mode, it's band mode, and now it's touchdown mode for Noah Vaughn. That, uh, if you're keeping score, guys, that's about six touchdowns on the season for number zero. As Corbin Price will get the extra point up and good, it'll go all the way to Jeff Weaver's house. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7 and the visiting Farragut Admiral 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com huddleston law firm understands you have many options in east tennessee for representation they realize that fact and always appreciate your business Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and the Rebels are now in front of the Farragut Admirals, 7 to nothing by way of a Noah Vaughn touchdown, but Corbin Price kicks it away to Farragut, a high spinner, possibly returnable, and they're going to let him bring it out. He's going to get across the 10-yard line, across the 15, across the 20, 25-30, and he is going to come to rest at the 31-yard line. A nice return. Let's get tags on that kid. Yeah, what number, number was that it? That was number 35, Caleb Reeves, hunting him down from the opposite side of the field. Good job, Caleb. Yeah, I'm trying to get the, the guy who got it. Number nine for the for the Admirals, Jordan Shepard, a 6'1", 180-pound junior. Looks like in here at quarterback. Uh, we'll see how they play this. They're going to stand in shotgun, two receivers to the left, two to the right. They're going to move the running back out into the flat. Number 28, Elijah Gibbs is going to be the running back, and too much motion equals not enough execution. Going to be Is that false start or delay a game? It's false start. False start against the Admirals. Going to back them up five. It'll be first and 15 if you're keeping score. Eight minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Rebels lead 7 to nothing on the heels of a Nine play, 80 yard, 353 minute time of possession drive. Going to be quarterback delivers out in the flat, number 28. He's going to get it upfield. That's Elijah Gibbs. A little spin move that didn't spin. And number 56 for the Rebels with the tackle. That's Brandon Husky. Yeah, Brandon Husky just follows those crumbs to that dinner plate, but he just makes a big tackle on the 30 yard, right at the 30 number mark. It's a, it's a buffet style tonight. 
a face style. Number eight quarterback uh, for Farragut. That's going to be Luke Johnson. He's a 5'11", 165-pound senior. As Coach Hunt called them clones, looks a lot like Dawson Moore. He's going to move number 27 right to left across the formation, stacks him on the left side. little fake handoff. I think they weren't on the same page, Ben, and he is dropped. Sack for a loss. Everybody's in on that tackle, including Hippie. Yeah, if Hips was on the other end zone, he could have taken that handoff. Guy sticks it out, and there's not a running back there for him. Just a miscommunication there. A lot of guys with hands up against the sideline. But the end result of the play is going to be third down, 11 to go. Just a one-yard loss there. Three-yard loss. I like the intensity, Wayne. I think you got to push pressure any chance you get. And, and, and right now, Farragut's came out a little flat. They're going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left, moves the tight end. It's going to be Cannon's going to take the snap. He thinks about throwing, now he thinks better of it. And he is going to be Manneker massacred in the backfield, dropped for another sack. That's two in three plays, Mr. Metz. Manneker just folds them over in the backfield. I think it's called an M&M. It's a Manneker massacre. I don't know bodies could fold like that. Uh, they're not supposed to. But as it goes to fourth down, they're going to call that no gain. I think that's a gift for Farragut, but it's going to bring up fourth and 11, and they'll be in punt formation. How about them Admirals not convert? Well, they're, they uh, it's not for lack of effort on the defensive side, but I'll say that's not their favorite drive of the year. But as number 12 will punt that one away, Reese Keeney, and that's going to be a butte. It's going to take an Admiral bounce, and it is going to roll down. And what, I mean, that's a punt. Talk about flipping field position. Uh, it rolls dead at the three-yard line. I mean, that's as offensive of a punt as you'll ever yeah. see. We'll have to wait for Ken on that one. That had to be 60-plus-yard punt. 68-yard punt for Mr. Keeney. It's going to back the Rebels up. They're literally set up where they spot an extra point. The master of math. You see how quick he came up with that number? Speed is uh, one of the many skills of Ken May. As Matt Clemmer's going to stand in his own end zone uh, in the huddle, he's going to break that quickly. Mr. Grubbs brings him to the line. He'll set up shop. Zeke McCoy to the left, Caleb Dunford to the right, and Noah Vaughn the backfield. I think this is just get out of your own end zone. They're going to fake the handoff. No, Clemmer's going to roll to the right, get it to Dunford. Dunford tries to stay on his feet. And he cannot, so he's going to get up to the nine-yard line, but then be chopped down by the Admirals. That's going to be a pickup of five on the play, six, as Mr. Main says. And uh, that'll be second down, four yards to go. Five and a half to go here in the first quarter. Dunford had about a 10-yard cushion over there, and eventually John Duncan came down and made the tackle. So we've got to compliment John Duncan for coming down and making that tackle. I think, you know, I'll say Farragut's defensive coordinator are putting these guys on islands early, uh, but we'll just see. A, a big jumbo pack here, Noah in the backfield with Gage Ledoux. They're going to fake to both of them, deliver to Gage in the flat. He's going to try to get wide, and that's a horse-collar tackle, no call. And he's going to, I think he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. going to be third and four. I'll tell you, if he was wearing a gold chain, it's no longer on his neck. I don't get it. I don't get it. Right there in front of the, the umpire, referee. Striped shirt, whatever you call them, no call, no call. But it's going to bring up, it's going to bring up third down, four yards to go. Clemmer looking to the sideline, getting the play in. There's a lot of options here, Ben. It, it is, you're in your own end zone, so nothing crazy. But I think, uh, I, I think a heavy dose of Noah Vaughn right here is a, is a, is a good, 
uh, good medicine to use. They're going to have three receivers to the right. Move Gillens right to left across the formation. Clemmer calls his own number. Little stutter step. Can he get the first down? He gets it in more. 20, 25, and walks himself out of bounds. That's a senior quarterback knowing the down and distance. First and 10 Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and he had options on that play. He went with the choice to keep the football and get the first down. 16 yards on the keeper, and uh, again, smart enough to get out of bounds, not take unnecessary hits. That's a that's a smart football play right there, Ben. First and 10, fresh set of downs. Clemmer looks to the sideline. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. I have Noah to his left hip pocket. He's going to fake to Noah. Shovel pass there to D.J. Gillins. He makes more than a guy miss. Two guy miss. And he's going to be wrestled down after a pickup of about six yards. He's going to get up to the 31. That'll be uh, that'll be just short. What's the old saying? He can sure show a clean pair of heels. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the Admirals better have laced him up tight tonight because he's got them dancing. Feet are so quick. <laughs> His feet are quick. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. I mean, with NIL money, I feel like there's all kinds of speed we could be talking about. But two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to stack Gage Ledoux, move him right to left across the formation. They pump fake to him. Now they're going to try to get it to Gage. He looks at it. He catches it. He clears the guy. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Rebels. What a play, Ben. He just... I mean, you talk about a running back typically is not your best receiver. He eyed it, he high-pointed it, and then he shook the defender and then just scampered to the end zone. Yeah, and you don't want to get to one-on-one coverage with a man that size. Well, here's the thing, he, and I love the body control because there was no push-off, there was no no ill will, no hands to the face. He said, that ball's coming my way, I want it, you're not going to get it, and then I'm going to score. So the Denzo scoreboard now reads 13 to nothing in favor of the Rebels. And Corbin Price will look to add another. 325 to go here in the first quarter. And if you're if you're just joining us, Gage Ledoux just uh, ripped through the, the Admiral defense for a big 69-yard reception, receiving touchdown. And Noah Vaughn has the other touchdown. So uh, if you look at it, the first two weeks player of the game making bids for their second attempt. Little delay here. Looks like Caleb Dumfrey getting down in the holding position. Corbin Price will attempt. About to put another divot in Jeff Weaver's yard here. I'm not sure what's necessarily. Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to not hit the house. So, Corbin, the, the hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is good. It's going to go through the tree. And looks like Corbin took some contact. No call. They'll just get up and get to the sideline. That will be a memory to keep. But with 3.25 to go here in the first quarter of play, your Rebels lead 14 to nothing after a five-play, 97-yard, 2 minutes, 26, time of possession, touchdown, Rebels. We'll be right back. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. 
Welcome back to Maryville High School Skeeter Shield Stadium and Jim Renfro Field where the Rebels, two possessions, two touchdowns here at uh, their, their region opener against the Farragut Admirals. Corbin Price gets the extra point, some contact, no call. Now he'll kick this one away. Two Admirals deep stand at their own goal line. I think they know something. Something, what just happened? I think Coach Hunt wants to talk about it a little bit, but maybe just uh, just trying to clarify how much contact he's allowed. But he's not happy. And they'll reset. So looks like they're, uh, they're assessing a penalty. I don't know that I saw one hit the ground, but I'll take it. I'll take it. The only thing I can think of, it was the extra point attempt and, and running into Corbin there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think this almost uh, guarantees that Mr. Jeff Weaver is going to have to get new siding on his house because uh, Corbin's probably going to hit his house. I'd hit the barbershop from here. The uh, the ball will be set up on the Admiral 45-yard line as the Rebels will kick left to right here at Skeeter Shield Stadium uh, for point of reference toward Cedar Street. Corbin Price will line it up. He takes off, and he kicks it away. little half kick. Probably to save Jeff, and it bounces off the scoreboard. Touchback. It'll be first and ten, Admirals. Put a dent in that Denzo scoreboard. Yeah. It hit right above one of the sponsors. Saved it. Saved it. But uh, Maribel will come back out on defense. Uh, not much doing for the Admirals. They've got three rushing yards, seven passing yards, and uh, two rushes for three yards and seven passing yards. So, wow. Uh, not a lot doing for Farragut. They'll see if they can change the page here on their drive number two here. Three receivers to the left, one to the right, and it will be it will be number eight, Luke Johnson at quarterback. He's going to try to just get it right upfield. Number 28, Elijah Gibbs, and he may have gotten a yard. So that's the adjustment. They're going to start using more Elijah and less passing across the middle of the field. Two. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on number 10, Ashton Auker, but uh, when you look at it, uh, Elijah Gibbs picks up three. I think it's a long two, but it'll be second and seven. I think clock management here. Two stack receivers to the left, two to the right. That'll be Gibbs in the backfield, just kind of offset to the left. It's going to be Johnson high snap. He gets it to Gibbs again. He's going to go right in the back of the lineman. And who was that? That's, I think it was Frankie Diaz said, come to me, and he pulled him back a yard. Yeah, drive him back, Frankie. I think they're going to give him forward progress, but Frankie didn't. So that's going to be a pickup of one yard. So that's going to be, they're going to call it third and six, but Mr. Main calls it uh, third and seven. All right, Johnson shotgun snap, another high snap. They're going to fake to Gibbs, delivering the flat to number 27. That was Noah Gunter, but Noah Gunter felt the defenders trying to get upfield before he caught it. That's going to fall incomplete. Going to push fourth down. Footsteps, Ben? Yeah, we brought the pressure and opened up the middle of the field. It was there, just didn't make the catch. And that's going to be fourth down. They'll send the punting unit out. And, Ben, that's uh, as Coach Eddie Courtney probably drew up a game plan Two, three, and outs was not on that sheet. Maybe not. 
And we remember what Mr. Miyagi said, first, land to, first learn to stand, then learn to fly. <laughs> oh, you learn all kinds of things here on Rebel Radio. That's right. And uh, we're going to learn how to take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. They take one on the field. Let's take one with them. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Well, I got a chance here. Let me clear my door. And welcome back to Maryville High School. Uh, after a, uh, a quick three plays for the Admiral offense, it is pump formation as they'll kick it deep to, uh, looks like deep for Maryville is Cannon Johnson and Jackson Jett. He'll get it away, not near as nice as the first one, but it'll take a Farragut bounce and roll inside the 30, inside the 25, and come to rest at the 21-yard line. That's a, I, I tell you, getting that in to turn over is difficult, but this punter's got it down. It's maybe, a huge advantage for a football team. Yeah, maybe a lot of practice. Reese Keeney, uh, two punts, and uh, I'm going to say first one was 68, and this one was 56, so a 62-yard average. Wow. I mean, where the video? He was not on my scouting report, Mm-mm. but he's been the best player so far for the Admirals. B. Matthew Clemmer comes in at shotgun. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. They do move Gage left to right across the formation. He's going to go out in the flat. They're going to try to get it out to Noah, but give number 41 for Farragut some credit. Chase Potter, as he deflects that one away. A lot of green and uh, real estate in front of Noah if he catches that football. Yeah, it was a beautiful designed play. Gage Ledoux came down and took out a took out a corner right there in the flat and opened it up. Just yeah, maybe there. maybe some Cody Knuckles real estate if he catches that football. Yeah, there you but go. Matthew Clemmer, uh, again, just quickly getting this line back, and they're going to move Gage again. Noah to his left, and they're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's got a lot of room. He gets across the 30 and runs into an admiral. And he's going to pick up the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and he'll be called down at the 35-yard line, his own, as the Rebels move right to le- or left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. Yeah, John Duncan for Farragut got shoestrings on that one, Wayne. Well, here, here's the deal. He was either going to be hit head-on or catch the shoestrings. I think he made a business decision. Absolutely. Clemmer brings him back. He's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to have one receiver to the left, one to the right. They're going to stack up Gage Ledoux. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. He he wants to pick and choose his location, and the Admirals collapse. That's going to be no gain on first down. It brings up second and ten. Just not there. Swallows him up right right on the line of scrimmage. We're nearing the one-minute mark here in the first quarter of play. Uh, so we'll see how many more plays the Rebels get in before they flip, uh, flip field. It's going to be a tight formation. Clemmer still in shotgun. He'll stand on his own 30, ball on the 35. And trying to get the hard count for Farragut and checks the line. Goes to the sideline. Everybody looking to the sideline. And the play will change. Play clock's good. It's at 18, so he resets. 
Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, flips it out to Noah Vaughn. Pretty pitch, and uh, Noah's going to bowl over some admirals and try to get up near the 40-yard line. They'll call him down at the 39, pick up a four. It'll bring up third and six. Sweep play right up the right hash marks, gets close to the 40-yard line. A lot of run plays here, Ben. Don't be uh, don't be uh, surprised if you see a little play-action dump here. Spreading out the receivers right here. Let's see what happens. As we get under five seconds to play, looks like to be the last play of the first quarter. And I think they're just going to let this one go out. As Clemmer t- unstraps, heads to the sideline, the first quarter will come to an end, and the Denzo scoreboard reads your Rebels 14. The visiting Farragut Admiral 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where we we went through one, Mr. Metz, and the Rebels lead 14 to 0 over the Farragut Admirals. 14 to nothing's the scoreboard by way of a Gage Ledoux touchdown and a Noah Vaughn touchdown. Gage is through the air, a big reception. One catch, 69 yards, and the touchdown. Had two other ones. That makes his total three for 76. I don't think that's an injured fella to me. No, absolutely not. And how about Noah Vaughn? Eight runs, 75 yards. Again, stats provided by Mr. Ken Main. Uh, not, a, not a ton of inputs, uh, but a lot of output. Yeah, and on defense, like Wayne mentioned earlier, only six plays for Farragut at seven yards. Rebels back on offense as they'll head right to left here on Jim Renfro. Head back toward the high school for point of reference. Clemmer looks to the sideline. Got a little stack set. Got a jumbo pack here on the left side of the formation. Dunford, Ledoux, and Cannon Johnson. They get the shotgun snap. They hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get through the first line of defense and the second. And he's off to the races to the 40. And they catch him from behind at the 41-yard line. Get into Farragut Admiral territory quickly in the second quarter. Just got into that third gear and went right up the middle, getting some big yardage. 20 yards on the pickup for the senior, the Virginia commit, and that will be uh, that will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. As they set things up, let's kick it down to Mr. Hips. Hips, uh, how's the sideline with all this tempo? Well, the sideline on this is really rocking. I mean, the defense is feeding off the offense, offense on the defense. I mean, what better start for that first quarter for the Maryville Red Rebels? Yeah, I think that's that's well put. Sideline pretty hype down there. Uh, yes, definitely. The defense is feeding off this offense, this momentum. All right, and looks like uh, they're going to have to burn a timeout for the Red Rebels. Uh, what about that running into the kicker of Corbin Price? You were a lot closer than we were. I don't know. Was it was it intentional or not? It was a tough one. Uh, I asked Corbin just a minute ago around here. He said he was feeling fine, nothing big. Uh, I guess they already called the 15-yard penalty on the play previously, so maybe didn't want to call two penalties in a row. 
I will say red color glasses are where we sit up here. But appreciate it, buddy. We'll come back to you just shortly. But uh, as the Rebels had to take a timeout here, Ben, just uh, just kind of really setting up shop, trying to put some things together. Not to say you're trying to put this game away. I still think that the Admirals have more tricks up their sleeve. But I think this is a huge possession because you just really start gapping this distance. Absolutely, and you start wearing down these linebackers that Farragut has. And we talked a lot about that in our pregame show is the ability to run the football. West was able to run the football greatly in the third quarter. So uh, as, as Noah Vaughn continues to run it, Gage Ledoux continues to run it, it's going to wear down this defense. I think the best thing that happened for this offense is that Gage Ledoux touchdown just because they're going to have to honor that the rest of tonight's game. Noah Vaughn nearing 100 yards after that 20-yard pickup. See if he can crest that with this next play. Shotgun snap. They're going to fake it. No, deliver out in the flat, Zeke McCoy. And he's going to get down to the 35-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of six there on second down. And it is going to be, or sorry, it's going to be pickup on first down. It'll be second down, four to go. Yeah, Gage Ledoux vacates where Zeke McCoy was, comes in, plays the flanker position. That opens the flat. There's Zeke. You get some, uh, some yardage there. Big yardage, exactly. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Noah Vaughn will sit on Clemmer's hip pocket. Clemmer look to the sideline, and he'll make an adjustment at the line of scrimmage. Back to shotgun. Under 10 on the, on the play clock, gives it to Noah Vaughn. Noah stutter steps, rips through the first guy, and he's going to pick up the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. They give him the 30-yard line, needed four, got five. Yeah, and you got to give it to Houston Ratledge and Cal Grubbs. The hole they created right there, you and I could have ran up there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have got five. I might have got three, but uh, that's why Noah Vaughn's going to Virginia, and I'm not. <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Noah's going to check out. Going to get a little, uh, going to get a little Price Davis in the into the football game. A a, a well respected sophomore and a guy who uh, who's showing that his reps are worth it. The price is right. Price is right indeed. Clemmer, he will have Price to his left, and he'll stack up Gage Ledoux. A little token play action. He's going to deliver in the flat over Zeke McCoy, but uh, a defender swatted down Zeke's hands. Didn't have to. The ball was a little high, but. Uh, Right in front of the ref, you're going to see that. Laundry on the field, and looks like uh, the Rebels will get a fresh set of downs. Yeah, Zeke runs a post play. He's got these, got the opening right there, and John Duncan just has to interfere to prevent the touchdown. you got to love the, the play calls of this offensive staff. They've really made the Admirals have to play the full field because uh, you can't just key on the running backs because it, it shows that Clemmer can make these kind of throws. And uh, we'll just see how that goes. Yeah, and wait on that play right there. If you're playing corner and you've got no safety help, the only thing you can do is pass interfere to prevent the touchdown. Yeah, it's it's 15 yards or six points. You kind of got to make that decision. But with 10-12 to go here in the second quarter, Rebels have moved inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, and they are on their way to an El Himidor touchdown. Two of those already tonight. Clemmer looks to the sideline. Gage is going to tell him what he's seeing. He's going to get back in formation. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Clemmer makes an adjustment on the line. Zeke McCoy out wide by himself. We'll see if he gets one-on-one in the corner. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, wants to go to Zeke. He gets Zeke. Zeke gets past the shoestring tackle, leaps for the marker, and is going to be just short. Looks like he's going to pick up eight there on uh, on first down, and it's going to be second down, two to go. Zeke's a fighter, man. He shaked off one tackle and got hit down on the second there. 
Price Davis going to check out. Noah Vaughn will check in. This is easy button territory for number zero. Let's get some queso in that end zone. Is it like Tennessee baseball, we get K for touchdowns? Queso for touchdowns? There you go. Caleb Dunford, not sponsored. Caleb Dunford, uh, DJ Gillins, and Zeke McCoy will be your receivers. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. He's going to get it. He's going to stutter step. He's going to roll inside the five-yard line, and they're going to get him down to the four-yard line. I'm going to give Farragut credit. It might have taken six of them, but they got him down nonetheless. That's going to be a pickup of enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. It'll be first and goal from the five. Yeah, and the tackles were made by Jack Alley and Aiden Enters. So they're they're getting the tackles in the second and third level. That defensive line is getting wore down, Wayne. Clemmer's going to check out of the football game. It's going to be the Rhino package in there. Let's see who they're going to run with it because Noah's walking to the sideline. Play clock's down to 15, so this may be a Gage Ledoux driven. You got double fours in there. Rhino pack. So we're going to see Peyton Cooper is in this formation. Gage Ledoux gets the football, takes the snap, looks for the end zone, and he's going to be just a yard short. He's going to pick up a couple. He's going to get down to the one-yard line, pick up a four there on first down. He's second and goal. Yeah, number 23, Jack Fisher will be seeing double fours all week long. They're going to keep Clemmer out of this one. They're going to check out Cannon Johnson, check in Noah Vaughn. So just for weight purposes, about 20 extra pounds just entered the game. 836, 14-0 Rebels. We're going to see if that changes real quick. It's going to be Noah Vaughn driving this bus. He's going to get the snap. He's going to kick it in gear, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Smoky Mountain Access. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can give it to the same player two weeks in a row. I mean, as long as he's got the shelf space, we've got the bag with us. So he didn't pick the Bugatti. He had the... Uh, he was the Audi A8 guy. Like Audi, it's already an A, and then they go A8. Like, there's other letters. Anyway, with 8.24 to go here in this football game, in this second quarter of play, your Rebels now lead the Farragut Admirals 20 to nothing, and Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. The kick is up. And it's over the field house, and the Denso scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21, the visiting Farragut Admiral 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price And 
Welcome back to Maryville High School. Corbin Price to kick it away, end over end. And this one's going to be returnable. At the two-yard line, comes out of there with it are the Admirals. Number 10, Auker. And Auker's going to shed some tacklers. He's going to spin back into the Rebels, cross the 40-yard line. And he will be down at his own 45-yard line. 43-yard return, Ben. And Auker, he's got some wheels. He's a dangerous player in the open space. Yeah, number 10, he was a big, he was of the success that they had against West a week ago. He was a big part of that. So uh, not surprised in open field that number 10 makes an impact. But our Admirals will come back out on offense and the Red Rebel defense out there can sit. I think, would this be dessert? Would this be second, second, first dinner? I'm not sure. It's going to be Johnson at quarterback shotgun formation. He's going to take a high snap, and he's going to get it to Gibbs. Gibbs is going to get up the center off the left, probably the left guard, and he's going to pick up a, looks like a nice little pickup, about five yards on first down. It'll be second and four. Sorry, pickup of six. 2-1, Caleb Graham getting a little bit of that peach cobbler. <laughs> Eating down there. Yeah, would it's it be nice blueberry? Tackle. Would it be? I, I like peach. Would it be Blueberry. I'm, they're the blue admirals. I'm just, you know, I'll eat blueberry. Trying to put it together. Uh, Johnson stays in shotgun. He's going to take the snap, gives it to Gibbs for yet again. He's going to get around the right end, and he's going to pick up yardage and more. He's going to get across the Rebel 40-yard line and down to the 37-yard line. That's going to be a first down admirals. Maybe is that their first first down of the night? Ken Main approves, so it's got to be true. Broke a couple tackles, and Cannon Johnson making the tackle. And, again, uh, as Coach Hunt said, this team has played two very good football teams in week one and two. That doesn't mean they're a poor football team. It just means we've executed well to this point, 21 to nothing on your scoreboard. It's going to be Johnson. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gibbs to his left hip pocket. He's going to take a very high snap, and he's going to try to flip it out to him. Gibbs gets the, the football in the flat. He gets across the 30-yard line and down to the 28, and just a yard short of another first down Admirals. This doesn't need to get contagious. And they're trying to run tempo. Johnson's going to try to catch the defense off guard. Gives it to Gibbs. He's going to go around the left end, and he is going to be wrestled, stopped, and dropped by a host of Rebels. That boy, Frankie. I think it's going to be a yard loss on the play, and that's going to bring up third down and two to go. Red Rebel militia on the tackle. Well, when the field gets short... The defense gets close, and I think the Rebels just, uh, again, playing sound football, knew their their gap assignment, knew how to get out in open space and kind of make good tackles, and I thought Frankie held them, and the Calvary came behind him. Yeah, they're not giving Euchre that middle of the field. I think they watched film. Johnson stands in shotgun. He's going to have a straightaway running back, high snap, and he's going to give it to his back, trying to get a number on him. It's not Gibbs, and he's going to go upfield. And if the spot the line judge come in at, that's going to be a first down, but it's going to be close. Cooper and Son stands him upright. Nice hit, Peyton. The guy that was farthest away from it made the first down call. They'll call it first and ten admirals from the Rebel 27-yard line. About did it, Ken, but I didn't, but I didn't. Peyton's got that double sock look, like both socks up to the knees like uh, old Brian (laughs) Erlacher. I was like, double socks, Ben? Everybody wears two socks. That's true. That's true. 534 to go here in this football game in this first half. It's still like a football game. In this first half, Rebels up 21 to nothing. Johnson with a high snap and it's over his head and he's just going to have to fall on it. 
and he does. Huge loss. That's eight-yard loss on the uh, bad snap. It's been high all night, Ben, just waiting on that to happen. Yeah, Eddie Courtney's beside himself on the sidelines. Johnson, uh, he's he's looking over to the sideline. I think I think that's a I think that's a thorn in someone's side. But number 75 for the Admirals, uh, center Roger McNear. He's a junior, um, but it looks like he's a, he's first year starter for the Admirals. It's going to be Johnson. He'll clean his gloves and shotgun. Have Gibbs to his left. Two receivers to the left and the right. He'll take a little three-step drop. Looks to the left-hand side. He's going to throw it. Hits the receiver. That's Noah Gunner, the tight end. And he's going to walk himself out of bounds after a pickup of about 10. Uh, but the problem is, is that when you lose eight on a bad snap, it's still third and eight. Yeah, they just gave him a lot of cushion there and just didn't want to give up the big play. So now you're looking at third down and eight. Where they're at on the field, Ben, this is two-play two play zone here. Uh, so we'll just see what they look to do uh, here on the first one. Third and eight, ball going left to right here on, on Jim Renfro Field. If you're just joining us, Rebels lead 21 to nothing over the Farragut Admirals. Farragut takes the shotgun snap. He's going to take a little drop, tries to get it to Gibbs, but had hands in his face and just had to chuck it, and it hits the turf before the intended receiver, Gibbs. Maddox Stott. And number 83, Jason Maneker coming in there wanting something to eat. Like, if if there's not, like, you know, the Hulkamaniac shirts, there needs to be, like, a Maneker Maniac shirt. I would, I mean, I think, you know, we had Beast Mode a year ago. We get Maneker Mania. I think it could all be, it could be very versatile. It'd be a hot selling item. Yep. 429 to go here in the second quarter. 21 to nothing Rebels. Fourth and eight. Offense still on the field. Takes the snap, shotgun snap for Farragut. He's going to look to unload it. He gets it in the flat. He's going to get it to number five, first down, and more. And let's see if he breaks the plane. He was inside the five-yard line, and they're going to say he's down at the six-inch line. First down, Farragut. Nice play call there. Landis DeVia, uh, the wide receiver, 6'2", 190-pound junior, uh, just used the middle of the field and uh, made a good catch. Yeah, and we talked about it in the pregame. That's Eddie Courtney's style of offense. He does the run-pass option. He fakes the handoff. The linebackers bite. That opens up the middle of the field and pass and then across it's, the middle. Well, then it's just hold on, really. you gotta, you got the hope to jump a route. But we're going to see what happens here. It's going to be under center Johnson. He's going to look to push the pile. Running back comes in for him. And uh, I don't think he made it, Ben. I think he's going to be stopped uh, probably at the initial line to gain. Far judge, again, not the best angle, but he thinks he made it. They're going to say the plane was broken. Touchdown, Farragut. And the lid is taken off with 3.45 to go here in the second quarter. Good effort by the Rebels. Everybody was in on that. Just crossed the plane. And really, he worked hard for six, for that six inches. Really, uh, all that he needed, and he might have got six and a half. It looks like Keeney will look for the PAT. It'll be held by 11. The kick is up. And, whoa, Keeney's a kicker. He literally bounced it off the big truck in Jeff Weaver's yard. Big kick. The Denso scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21. The visiting Farragut Admiral 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back to Maryville High School Rebel Radio on 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and Farragut has has finally touched the scoreboard, and it's 21-7 in favor of the homestanding Rebels. Farragut found something there offensively, Ben, but really uh, it's just it's just snap and clear. Get back on defense, kind of figure out what's going on. Offense for the Rebels will look to kind of make that one up and we'll just get back to football. Rebels will uh, take it at their own 20-yard line after the touchback by Keeney. I'll tell you, the most consistent player for the Admirals tonight has been their kicker and punter. Absolutely. Would they have a 50-yard punt and a 60-plus-yard punt at one point during the game? He's got two punts, 62-yard average. Clemmer in shotgun formation, going to move Gage left to right. He's going to fake the handoff, roll the pocket. He's going to have to fight it off. He's going to float it, and it is going to go out of bounds. Not uh, not as far out of bounds as Coach Hump might have liked. Uh, near the vicinity of number three, John Duncan, but it's going to fall incomplete second and ten. Great coverage by the Admirals. Nothing was there. I think that was good for Clemmer not to take the hit, release the football, and uh, and again, live to fight another play. Second down, 10 yards to go, 3.36 to go in the half. So Rebels lead 21-7. Clemmer's going to get back in shotgun. Going to have him. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff, delivering the flat. Zeke McCoy. Zeke is off and running. He's going to get the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down and be wrestled down at the 38-yard line going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Very similar, but we're the benefactor on that one. Linebackers bite. Zeke's open in the middle of the field. Get a little shout-out, Coach Christian Burns in the house. as uh, It's nearing halftime, the voice of the Marching Rebels. So we'll hear him here at uh, Skeeter Shields here in just a minute. But uh, on first down, it's going to be Noah Vaughn with the carry. Pickup of two. Bring up second down, eight yards to go, just right up the gut. Yeah, 56, Christian Campbell in on the tack. Again, just testing where to find that soft spot, Ben. Noah Vaughn will find it. He's going to get back in the running back position. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Gage Ledoux's going to come in to block. Clemmer wants to uncork it. He's going to float it there. He's going to be run into by number 14, and they're going to catch it. That number 14 is going to be Hudson Kramer, and uh, he's going to get the D- defensive P.I., and uh, that'll be a fresh set of downs for your Rebels. Yeah, just ran into D.J. there and draws the pass interference call. Yeah, a little, uh, again, uh, I don't know that the necessarily the route and the throw kind of were on the same page, but uh, when the defense helps, we'll take it. Absolutely. But I love the love the play call, getting D.J. involved, and, again, forcing this Farragut defense to go sideline to sideline. Yeah, it makes you respect so many weapons. 2.58 to go here in the second quarter. And flipping in, uh, flipping out D.J. Gillins and bringing in Eli Elkins. That's a big change. More of a, more of a dual tight end set here. 
They're going to have a trips to the left and going to have Noah Vaughn to uh, Clemmer's left hip pocket. First and 10 to go. Ball on the Avril 45-yard line. Shotgun formation. Clemmer takes the snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah goes around right tackle, and he's going to go ahead forward, pick up two on the first down. It'll be second down and eight. Rolls out near the right side. Hashmar, Jay Smiley on the tackle for the for the Admirals. Look at the stat sheet here in the second quarter. Uh, we'll give you the full rundown at half, but 128 yards on the ground, 135 through the air. Balanced is the red low. That'll be Clemmer. Clemmer looking to the sideline, trying to get in a little tighter to the format. Played most of this first half. Seeing a ton of uh, ton of injury there. Uh, as Noah Vaughn's going to stutter step, he's going to push the pile ahead forward inside the 40-yard line down to the 38. That's going to be a pick. We're going to see where we set it up. It's going to be third down and three. Didn't get the spot that I wanted. Yeah, again, I, the person that sets the ball is not always the person that sees it best. I'm, just, I'm seeing that. That's not just tonight. That's that's in all levels. Minute 45 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 21 to 7. Opening night of region play. Rebels looking to repeat as a, I don't know, 20 something time region champs. Clemmer uh, with the shotgun formation takes a snap. He's going to give the handoff. Noah Vaughn straight up the gut. He's got one man to beat, and the turf monster probably had as much to do with it as anything. But Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as he rumbles near the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. I got my house appraised this week. You won't believe the price I got for it, Dwight. <laughs> man, it's <laughs> – oh, he would. He would. The right price for the right home. That's right. Uh but Clemmer is going to stand uh, in shotgun formation, first and ten. The next time, uh, probably the next play, will be inside that Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Again, on their way, attempting an El Himidor touchdown. In the game right now, you're going to see Caleb Dunford, DJ Gillins, uh, Gage Ledoux, Zeke McCoy, and to the left hip pocket is, uh, is Price Davis. Fake to Price Davis, delivered to Gillen. Gillen's going to get outside 20, 15, and he is going to be ushered out of bounds inside the 15. They're going to say the 14, and that will be inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. It'll set up second down, three to go. Good blocking down there by Caleb Dunford. He opened up that space in the flat. A lot of movement here. You're going to move Dunford completely on the other side of the field. He'll go to the wide side. Bring Zeke McCoy in here tight. Keep Price Davis to the left there of Clemmer. He looks to the sideline, making an adjustment. He's going to check with Cal Grubbs, gets back in shotgun. Going to take the shotgun snap. He fakes to Price Davis, wants to throw. He's got a man outside. Do they call it? No, inside is going to be Zeke McCoy. He's going to be knocked away. No call, and it'll bring up third and three. Good blocking down there by Jay Adams. 45 seconds is all that remains on this second quarter of play as we head toward uh, the Painter 1 halftime show. Let's see if the Rebels can change the Denzo scoreboard here in the first half. It's, it's like they're going to check this one out. Matthew Clemmer stays in shotgun formation. He'll flip Noah Vaughn to his right. 
One receiver to the left, one to the right. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn pushes the pile inside the 10, near the 5. And it, did he get it? He got it, Ben. First and 10 Rebels. First and goal Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, Cal Grubbs just opened up the middle of the field there. He was still standing near the end zone after that run. Uh, I love the, the continuity between the offensive line and and the running backs. It's one of those deals. They understand when that door opens, how they swing the gate, and really when uh, when things need to open, they're just patient. They stand there, they wait on it to open, and then they shoot the gap. But with 36 seconds to go here in the second quarter, timeout on the field. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke F. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Rebels are looking to add to this Denzo scoreboard. Matthew Clemmer stands at his own 10, ball sets at his own 5. He looks to score an El Himidor touchdown. Clemmer looks to the sideline, makes an adjustment. Again, first down, coming off the Noah Vaughn rush. And he'll take the shotgun snap, wants to throw it, looking for Dunford, floats it to the corner, and he's going to get the flag. Looks like defended by, is it number five? No, that was number three, John Duncan. John Duncan on the uh, on the defense, and uh, he would have thought he was the receiver. Absolutely, he was all over him. He's going to get a little bit closer to the tune of about two and a half yards closer. It'll be first and goal from the two and a half yard line. You can tell the uh, the Rebel faithful uh, saw it, didn't like it, and just wanted to make sure the call was right. Yeah, on that one, Dunford's heading towards the corner of the end zone. Allie comes back. He tries to cut it off. You know, it's just a tough play, Wayne. It's just tough. And, again, it's 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 half the distance to the goal of six points, right? right. What are you going to give up? Throw was good. Route was good. So if he doesn't make that play, uh, the scoreboard's changing the band's playing. Clemmer in uh, in the the huddle. I think just really just trying to understand uh, what the next play is going to be. Looks like they're going to break it to the rhino or the hippo, some large animal. And it's going to be Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn takes the snap hard count. He's going to go inside the five. Stutter step three, two, one. Touchdown Rebels. Keep it going, Noah. Keep it going. Like, are we going to give it to him twice, two in a row? I mean, we've got phone numbers now. We're like connected, so it's totally fine. But Noah Vaughn with the touchdown. The Denzo scoreboard has just changed. It now reads 27 for your Rebels, 7 for the visiting Farragut Admirals. And Corbin Price looks to change the narrative. We'll see if he can change that one more time. As Dunford will hold, Corbin to attempt. Snap is down. Kick is up. And kick is good. Mr. Reliable makes the Denzo scoreboard 28 for your Rebels, 7 for the visiting Admirals. You're listening to Rebel Radio. 95.7 Duke FM. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home owned and operated. We're part of your community. 
And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. Run like a And welcome back to Rebel Radio, where your scoreboard reads 28 for the Rebels, 7 for the visiting Admirals of Farragut. I'm Wayne Kaiser, Ben Metz. Uh, just a methodical drive is probably a good way to put that. But on the capstone, Noah Vaughn, Rhino package, jumbo package into the end zone, just a power play. Yeah, the Red Rebels, 35 total plays, 21 of those rushes for 161 yards. As Corbin Price is going to cough and kick it for the to the Admirals, it's going to go to the 30-yard line, and they're going to try to make something of it. He's going to wrestle his way up to the, I'm going to say up to the 36-yard line, and that's where the Admirals will take over. But really, Ben probably worked to perfection. Rolled about 12 seconds off the off the game clock. Yeah, absolutely. And you didn't get smacked on that one announcing the yardage. Ken Ken left you alone. Well, see, I've learned to wait. I've learned to pause, think about things, and then speak. It's worked out for me so far. Last drive for the Rebels, 10 plays, 80 yards, 3 minutes, 18 seconds off the play, off the game clock. It's going to be Johnson at the quarterback position, takes a shotgun snap. He's going to think about throwing it, and now he's going to run it. He's going to call his own number, just try to get out of bounds. He's going to pick up about four. And he's going to get out of bounds. 14 and a half seconds to go here in the second quarter. And it'll be second down, about six to go for the Admirals. Click, clack, heard some steps from Kaius Watts. Well, and, and again, the, the option to throw was a short one because as soon as uh, the, the pocket began to collapse, he took off. Again, a sack ends this quarter, so I understand where he's at. Johnson's got two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to have Gibbs to his right hip pocket. He's looking to throw it. He's going to get it out to Gibbs. Gibbs out wide, gets across the 45, and and untouched, out of bounds at their own 49-yard line. 8.1 seconds to go here in the half. Yeah, just giving the cushion on the outside there, not trying to give up the big play with eight seconds left to go. And I think that's fine. I, I think you can allow them to choose some yardage here, but unless they hit the black and red end zone, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Johnson's going to get it back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to stay in shotgun. Basic same formation, two to the left, two to the right, as they go left to right towards Cedar Street. And Johnson will take the snap. little three-step drop. Looking left. He's going to go left. He's going to get it to Gibbs in the flat. Peyton Cooper gets Gibbs, and I think he's going to take him down inbounds. And the quarter will come to an end. No harm, no foul. Peyton Cooper on the tackle. And at the half, the Rebels lead the Admirals 28-7. to Right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We're going to take a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. The Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. 
from the Hep Roofing Studios. We want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. With the dime package. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm uh, I'm a little shocked here, Mr. Metz, as we were supposed to be in the Painter 1 halftime show, but uh, looks like a second and a half added back to the clock. And Rebels trying to get back out on the field. Had to take a timeout to try to sort this out. But they're going to say, I don't, I don't know if they're saying that he got out of bounds, which I can dispute that from this far. Yeah, I think Hippie said that there was still some time left on the clock. There's still some, some, some minor seconds left. Yeah, Ken's saying they took a timeout uh, as he hit the ground, but I think the play's not over till he blows the whistle. But, again, the, the play's going to happen, so it's, let's just call it. But uh, Johnson back out there. He's going to be in shotgun. He will have a first down as he'll go left to right inside Rebel territory, ball on the 40-yard line. Three receivers to the left or to the right. It's going to take a three-step drop. He is going to be almost executed, and his receiver will catch it out of bounds, and it will be all for naught. A lot of contact, same result. Peyton Cooper threw a mink coat on him, didn't he? Yeah, the daddy hat, the mink coat, the whole deal. But as the clock hits zeros, it is now the halftime here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. We're going to take another break. Listen to great sponsors when we come back. The Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your 
Fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Welcome back to Maryville High School Rebel Radio Skeeter Shield Stadium, where it's uh, it's the Painter One Halftime Show, uh, and we've we've attempted this twice. We are now here and in living color. Painter One Halftime Show. If you need a, a a paint job done, you're in the Knoxville area or in the Greater Knoxville area. Check them out. You can check them out online. PainterOne.com forward slash Knoxville or eight six five two zero five seven seven two nine. Painter One. Proud sponsor of Maribel, uh Red Rebel football. Yeah, uh, quality work with great customer service. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I, I've always been a, a fan of like you can be a painter and then you can be a painter, right? And and if you look at any of their work, they've got a gallery of their jobs on their website. They've also uh, it, they show that they can do very very high ceilings. They can do houses. They can do interior, exterior, all kinds of different jobs. Uh, just painter one dot com forward slash knoxville uh first half stats i think that's the best way to start this thing uh 28 to 7 is ultimately what's the the impact on the scoreboard maryville over the admirals of farragut first downs 17 for the red rebels five for farragut i believe four of those came in one drive one here on this last drive uh, it's really all the success that they had so really stifling uh offense or defensive performance for the Red Rebels. You look at it, 21 carries, 161 yards on the ground for the Rebels, 142 yards through the air. So balance is the key to the game here tonight offensively. And then you look at Farragut, what we've been able to hold them to, 11 rushes, 15 yards, a minuscule average, and 71 yards through the air. So 20 plays, 86 total yards of offense. Yeah, and you and I talked about it during the break about Landis Davila has one of those plays for 24 yards. So if you take that off that 86, I mean. 62 yards. Yeah, that's all they've had tonight. But look at individual stats at the first half. Uh, Noah Vaughn, the reigning Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, 18 carries, 142 yards, three touchdowns. Two of those coming by way of the Wildcat Rhino package. Uh, Matt Clemmer, two carries, 16 yards, and Gage Ledoux, one carry for three yards. Gage Ledoux also in the receiving category, three catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Zeke McCoy, four catches, 45 yards. D.J. Gillins, three for 15, and Dunford, one for six. So a lot of different impact players for the Red Rebels, but uh, talk about our impact player uh, let's jump down to Mr. Chris Hips. You're our impact player, Mr. Hips. Uh, what are you seeing here tonight? Yeah, fellas, the uh, Maribel Rebels are playing great. Uh, you know, got to see them as they were running off at halftime. You know, the offense is on fire. I mean, four straight drives, four big plays. You know, Noah walked by and told me he thinks it's already locked up on the player of the game. And the defensive side, I mean, they're incredibly flying around on this field, uh, keeping this Farragut Admiral uh, offense at bay. Yeah, I think Johnson, the quarterback for Farragut, and, and Gibbs, the running back, have, have tried their best. Uh, but the Rebel defense have uh, have been, uh, let's just say, stingy at best. But you've got a front row seat for the Marching Rebel Band's halftime show. Enjoy, and we'll uh, we'll catch you back with the Coach Hunt interview when he comes out of the locker room. Sounds good. I'm going to enjoy this show. It's always incredible every week. 
Good deal, good deal. And and you know, uh, we're uh, we've got a, a little rebel in the press box. As uh, my little boy Neelan's in the press box, it's elementary night here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Always a good, uh, good kind of promotion here. He had a ticket uh, from his school, so it's really cool. And uh, he gets to wear his little Rebs jersey and be in here at the halftime show. But uh, uh, pretty exciting, Ben. I, I think what we've seen from all the players, what we've been able to do and have here on uh, on really, um, you know, there's been some things that's broken down. But I think the Rebels have recovered really well. Matt Clemmer's doing a good job managing the offense. And let's just say hungry is a word we'll use early and often with this defense. Yeah, and there's so many weapons on this offense. 300 total yards of offense in the first half of football. And Wayne, talk, Wayne you talked about it. Matthew Clemmer just protecting the football, making smart decisions, going um, 11 uh, for 14, 142 yards. He makes a 69-yard long pass. Um, so very impressive with our offense, but with so many weapons, we talked about Gage Ledoux, we talked about Zeke McCoy, DJ Gillins, Caleb Dunford. I can go on and on. Yeah, and I, and I think it's always better when the mic's on. But uh, I, I think you know it's it's one of those nights where uh, you know you you just use your strengths and just understand uh, how overcommitted the defense has to play. Yeah, I think uh, what what Farragut's having to give up allows guys like Noah to have explosive nights like he's done tonight. But I think. Uh, again, I think maybe the biggest play of tonight was the Gage Ledoux receiving touchdown because when you get that much body out on the flat, kind of a go route, uh, and he makes the catch and then pretty much stiff arms, he does a Derrick Henry move on your DB and gets out of the way. I think it just does a whole dynamic of, of, of impact, hurtful impact to that defense. Yeah, and you got to have help on that play. If you don't want to be in solo coverage as a corner and not have a safety back there, so that was a that was a, a play that a corner is in a bad situation with a guy twice his size. Well, that's really good for me being an offensive lineman. I always had help. Yeah. Always had help. Always right there. But uh, but you know what? As we are in the Pater One halftime show, let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. We're going to enjoy the band when we come back. Uh, we're going to look at scores from around the area. It's actually a Friday night. We can check some scores, talk about other people playing, and then we'll uh, we'll hopefully catch Coach Hunt as he comes out of the locker room. You're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. 
Stevenson Tire. Three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Welcome back to Rebel Radio here, Maryville High School, for the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, and Ben, like I said, it's Friday night. It's for our first Friday night game of the season, 2-0 and there early on. And, uh, you know, we haven't had a chance to go through a, a, like a scoreboard or, or kind of a scoring update. We'll get that provided by Denzo here tonight. And uh, we'll look around the area. Uh, a little update here recently. It's a little bit of uh, maybe 20 minutes ago, but Heritage was on top of Cock County. 14 to 7 just the start of the second quarter of play so uh, that's an early score from a team from blunt county uh, looking at morristown east trailing dobbins bennett uh, 21 to 7 there at dobbins bennett that's a halftime score granger county up on sullivan east at home that's a first quarter score uh, greenville up on elizabethan 14 nothing that's a second quarter score shutting out elizabethan that's a feat all its own uh, Cosby up on Jellicoe, 21 to 7. They're at Jellicoe, so on the road and up. Morristown West on top of Davy Crockett, 10 to 6. Science Hill, a future Rebel Radio uh, kind of landing location. They're up 21 to 7 over West Ridge. That's an opening region matchup there. Uh, you look at Jefferson County. They're all over William Blunt, 31 to nothing. That's a second quarter score, uh, nearing the half there. Bearden up 29 to nothing on Harden Valley. That's a one and one Bearden squad and an 0 2 Harden Valley. And then here's a barn burner at the half. Cleveland one and one. They're at three points. Bradley Central two and 0, three points. So a kicker's duel there. Is that like a pitcher's duel in baseball, Ben? About the same. About the same. Uh, Gibbs 14, Carter 20. So Carter's on top of Gibbs there at home. Carter 0 and 2. So they're looking for their first victory there at home. Anderson County 21-7 over Fulton. That's a late second quarter score. Uh, Gatlinburg-Pittman up 17-0 on Austin East. Greenback up 13-7 on Sunbright. Uh, Greenback 1-1 one one on the season, just trying to get above that 500 mark. Uh, Heritage, here's an updated second quarter score. So it looks like there's been a little motion uh, since that uh, that update. Heritage 28, Cock County 21. So Heritage looking for their first victory at home. And uh, Cock County just uh, uh, just battling there at one and one. So uh, West High School, Knox West, all over Knox Halls, 14 to nothing. That's a second quarter score. Of course, here at Maryville, 28 to seven in favor of those Red Rebels. Uh, Knox Central up eight to nothing over Sevier County. That's a way to go for two right out of the gate. Yep. And then uh, South Doyle, 21 to nine at home over Scott County. And let's see if there's anything else. Lenore City and Campbell County, no update there. That was a 7.30 start here tonight. Uh, see any other things that, that stick out to you? Clinton Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge up 14 to nothing on Clinton. Uh, Clinton's 2-0 to start this season. Oak Ridge 1-1. One one. They graduated a ton. They're up big there at home against Clinton. 
Carnes 21, Powell 28. Yeah, Powell 0-2 looking for their first win. It's Mirror Images. Carnes sit at 2-0. 28-21 in favor of Powell, and it's at Powell, so the jungle is rocking. Those Hornets probably missing you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not missing them. McMinn County 21, Ray County 7. So that's a former Alcoa opponent. McMinn County uh, looking to get above 500. They're up 21 to 7 there in the first quarter of play. Last updated there. Uh, trying to get down to the mid state, see if we can get an update on our, uh, um, I guess, uh, I don't, is it a rival? Is it just somebody we're interested in? It's the burr in the boot. It's the burr in the boot, as Ben calls it. Uh, I'm not seeing them. We'll just kind of stick with it, maybe try to get an update later on. But with seven and a half minutes to go here in the Painter One Halftime Show, we're going to take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk keys to the second half. We're going to hopefully catch Coach Hunt coming out of the locker room, and we're going to talk about what has to happen for these Rebels to keep their foot on the gas against the Farragut Admirals. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. Quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and I'm joined in the in the, the booth by a uh, a member of the Little Rebs, uh, an offensive lineman, a seven-year-old, uh, but a very key piece to the black team offense and defense, Mr. Neilan Kaiser. Neilan, how you doing, buddy? Good. Neilan, are you enjoying tonight's game? Really. Really a good. lot. Yeah, yeah. Really a lot. Who who are you here with? 
I'm Besides here me. It doesn't count. With Susie and my and my friend Bennett. Okay, so Susie, for those listening out there, that is it's my wife's father. That's his grandfather. And uh, just there's a big story. We don't have time to talk about it today. But uh, Neilan, who are you playing tomorrow? I know you got a big game tomorrow. I am playing the Titans. Uh huh. You gonna win? Yeah. Like by a lot. Yes. Like how how many points do you have to score uh, for the parents to run? Fifty and shut them out. You think that's gonna happen? Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I already had to run one snake in practice, so we'll see if we can do it again. But, uh, but Neil, appreciate you coming up here and seeing us. Mr. Ben's got to get back on here. He's got he's got really important information. So uh, we're gonna hand the mic back to him and uh, and see what's going on. Okay. Thanks for for coming out and uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Hey, it's it's not often, Mr. Metz, that you get a uh, you get a little rev in the booth. So uh, again, he lives in my house, but he's pretty. He's got a mohawk that'll kill people. So that's cool. Yeah, and he's such a great kid. Just like the all the little revs and and what they do with this program, um, you know, starting from six and seven years old all the way up, they just teach these kids how to play together as a unit and play with character. Well, and the thing is, is and, and I can speak to it, and again, this isn't a uh, this isn't an infomercial for the Little Rebs or, or the program, but it is. It's how these kids that we get to broadcast their games, it's how they've come up. It's how they've been developed. It's how they've uh, culturally kind of built what they've got here at Maryville High School. Uh, I can tell you, he's been playing since the spring, okay, this first year, uh, and he comes home and I'm like, hey, how, how was school today? Good. Did you, did you have a good time? Yes, sir. And I went, whoa. That's not the the seven year old that I had pre about March. So uh, again, they they do a lot of good things. They do want them to be really good football players. They do want them to win games, but they want to, them to be good young men. So I think I think that's all key pieces of what they do here at Maryville High School. But uh, but Ben, kind of what's your keys to the second half? And we're going to try to get Mr. Hips uh, with Coach Hunt down there. Well, I talked about it at the pregame. You got to continue to run the football. We talked a lot about how. Much success West had in the third quarter running the football on this uh, defensive line. So, again, Noah Vaughn had 142 yards and three touchdowns rushing in the first half. So I think you continue to run the football. Um, I think on the defensive side of the football, you keep creating the pressure. You disguise the blitzes and then also protect the middle of the field. Um, That's what uh, Coach Courtney tries to do is he tries to get that middle of the field open and try to make big plays with their slot receivers. Yeah, and I'll be interested to see, you know, as uh, as Maribel comes out of this, of course they're going to have to kick away to Farragut because they took the opening kick, but defensively stay hungry, and then from there, uh, how quickly do you try to continue to tack on points? Because right now a touchdown doesn't get the clock moving in the second half. It is a 30-point lead. A touchdown would be at a 28-point lead. So we do have to have two scores to get the clock moving. How aggressively do you think this offense looks to do that? Yeah, and, Wayne, let me just tell you one quick point. No penalties in the first half, okay? We've talked about that. So they've cleaned up the penalties. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's going to be a key piece as, as we go forward. Uh, but we're going to look to see if Mr. Hips uh, has found or has located uh, Coach Hunt. I think he is on the field. Uh, we'll just see if they get together. Mr. Hips, have you found the head ball coach? I'm walking his way now. He's coming my way, too. All right, we'll hold right here. Uh, again, this interview coming out of the locker room. Let's see what Coach Hunt has to say. Hey, guys, I'm down here with Coach Hunt. Coach Hunt, uh, amazing first half offensively, defensively. I love the intensity. Uh, what kind of adjustments are we going to see on the defensive side? And uh, continue with the nice running by Noah and Gage on the offensive side? Yeah, we've been super efficient, I think, on both sides of the ball, and that's what we got to do. Fairgate's a good team. So 
Um, you know, on offense, I've been super pleased with just how we've executed, moved the ball, you know, uh, kind of methodically down the field, hit a big play to Gage, do there in the second drive. But um, defense, I thought, has been really good. They had a short field. They scored, scored on a short field. I mean, had them stopped on fourth and eight, too, and just gave up a play. But, uh, I mean, overall, I feel good about it. But, you know, game's not over yet. We need to keep, we need to keep playing. Awesome. Thank you, Coach Thank you. Hunt. Guys, you heard it here from Coach Hunt. Thanks, Chris. As always, the uh, the first look of the second half comes from our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, I, I think Coach is he's always going to be reserved. He's always going to want the, the, the most out of his kids. But really, coming out of the half, uh, he's happy, but he's not happy. Yeah, offensively, 35 plays for 303 yards and no penalties, no penalty yards. I talked about that a little bit before the interview with Coach Hunt. That's been a struggle point for us. So he's talked in past games about cleaning it up, cleaning it up, taking care of things that we're responsible for. And you see that you see a lot of that happen in the first first half of this football game. Yeah, and I think, you know, you've seen maturity. You've seen growth like we talked about with Clemmer. I think the playbook is open a little bit with him because uh, some of these, uh, these checks and the, the different motions, that wasn't there against Heritage. Some of them wasn't there last week against Powell, but here against Farragut, knowing how the defense is trying to get upfield, uh, he's just making that work against him. And Clemmer's playing a good, smart brand of football right now, and I think uh, what the development we're seeing is going to have long-term dividends, if that makes sense. But uh, as we sit in the Painter One Halftime Show, uh, talk about some of these great sponsors that we have each and every week as we head to close this thing up. Twin City Certified here in Maryville. Game of the Week sponsor, Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon, all game day sponsors. Then your naming sponsors here tonight, Painter One, Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7, Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing. Have you ever had coleslaw like that before from uh, Pistol Creek Eats? No. No, I will say, you know, I think when when they when I said Pistol Creek Eats was coming, everybody's like, what kind of food is that? And I'm like, well, it's barbecue. But they've got this sausage and they've got this other stuff, and we were all keen on that. And then they throw this, like, it's a vinegar-based coleslaw, but it's it's good. And it's not like, you know, sometimes coleslaw is like that thing that if it's not super cold, it's not good, or if it's not this, it's not good. I'm pretty sure that coleslaw would be good on a hot dog. It'd be good just by itself, obviously. And then I could see it being uh, kind of a, a trend on some barbecue. It was like a key lime pie ice cream. I mean, it was it was just a barbecue. Yeah, I mean, it was like I mean, I get the connection. It's just it's just weird for me to put key lime, barbecue on key lime. But anyway, I got you. Speaking of key lime, speaking of like Key West, talking about island life. Miss Sarah Harris listening to us from the Caribbean. The Duke app goes worldwide, and uh, she's testing the limits of it, no doubt about it. Miss Emily Kinney uh, listening to us from Ohio. She spelled it out, but I'm not a Buckeye fan, so I don't do that. But uh, uh, appreciate both those ladies listening. Appreciate all the listeners. But, uh, again, text shout-out, uh, Mr. Josh Cup, if he's listening. Uh, again, he he, uh, he kind of threw me a little curveball one time said, hey, how do I get a shout-out? I said, talk to me, and he did, so I'm doing it. So, Josh Cup, appreciate you listening, buddy. Yeah, I don't want to give a shout-out to a couple Rebs football players for Larry Hodge, uh, Drew Garland, and Tanner Smyre. want to give a shout-out to those young men. They're great football players, and just wanted to give a shout-out to them. Got a path to the to the big lights here at Skeeter Shield Stadium, and uh, won't be long, Ben. It just seems like every year just another face, another name becomes just uh, just the necessary means to Rebel victories. But as we close out this Painter One Halftime Show, we'll be back with second half action. You're listening right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. 
you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Rebel Radio right here, 95.7 Duke FM in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Maryville will kick this one away to Farragut. Corbin Price tees it up. He kicks it away, and it's second-half action here from Maryville. It is going to be fielded at the six-yard line. He's going to come upfield. He's going to get across the 20, across the 25, a little stutter step, and he's going to get up to the 30-yard line, and that's where the Admirals will set up first and 10. Nice little return there. Cody Barton went hunting. It's going to be uh, it's going to be number six Tyson Hunt uh, for uh, for Farragut with the return, and uh, it's going to they're going to set him up at the thirty. I think Farragut wanted the thirty-one. Referee puts it back to the thirty as they'll go left or right here on uh, Jim Renfro Field. Boy, I like that hit by Cody. He just comes in from the sidelines and hits him like a missile. Yeah, and again, uh, no no tentative attack here. Uh, for any Rebel defender, especially on special teams. That's an opportunity to get your name called. Defensive plays like that just get me fired up, Wayne. <laughs> it uh, Ben's, Ben's a fiery guy, but, yeah, a, a defender by trade. Uh, so uh, I don't, I'm not surprised. Talk about the Rebels that are out there, just the usual suspects. Mr. Hutton Jones uh, going to have Cannon Johnson. I think Mr. Wallace at safety. And then you're going to have Zeke McCoy, uh, so a pretty steady backfield. And then your uh, your linebacking core, French, Cooper, and Richmond. And then that, that nasty front of Manneker, Diaz, Graham, and I'm going to have to call it in a minute. As they get it out in the flat, it's going to be number 10, Auker, with the football. He's going to make one guy miss, make two guys miss, and get into Rebel territory and be ushered out of bounds at the 40-yard line, nice pickup by Auker. And uh, that kid's, like I said, in open space. He's a little little hard to handle. Yeah, there was a lot of cushion over there, and Zeke McCoy got caught on his heels for some big yardage for the Admirals. The defender that I wasn't able to mention for, for Maryville, number 56, Brandon Husky. Admirals with a fresh set of downs. First and 10, ball on the Rebel 40 as they head towards Cedar Street. Johnson in at quarterback, two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gibbs in the backfield. Looks like they're going to get false start. I think that's going to be on Hank DeVault. It's going to be the receiver. I think he uh, uh, it may it may have went uh, his way, but looks like maybe lineman also jumped. So yeah. uh, either way, we're moving backwards. The admiral said, "I want to be a cowboy. <laughs> I want to learn to rope and ride." And that, my friends, is why this is the microphone Ben has and not in Nashville. That's right. <laughs> I love you, Ben. I really do. Just not, I wouldn't buy your CD. You need to ask me that karaoke quest. Yeah, I will one of these days. Johnson with the football. He's going to deliver it in the flat. That's going to go to number 27, Noah Gunter. And the tight end is going to quickly get upfield pickup of, uh, it's going to be a nice pickup, nine. The problem was he started uh, started in negative yardage, so it's going to be second down and six. Dr. Jones on the tackle by the sideline. He says, fortune and glory, kid, fortune and glory. Hey, I, I'm just wanting to clear that up. I wouldn't buy your mixtape, but I'd buy your joke tape. I feel like oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. 
That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's fair. You can be on it. <laughs> well, I mean, joke is my middle name. <laughs> but uh, Johnson's going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to come out in the flat to Gibbs. Gibbs is uh, going to get some clearance by way of holding, but no call. And he's going to get upfield and be wrestled down inside the 25-yard line. Nice pickup for Gibbs. And uh, you're going to see some linebackers not happy about that one. Is, uh smacking helmets and uh, frustration is what's uh, fueling the linebackers here for the Rebels. Yeah, Peyton Cooper broke down to make a tackle there on the 35-yard line. It was just a really nice cut to the middle of the field. That's going to make a fresh set of downs again for the Admirals. Again, coming out here, their first series, and um, and got a little moving, movement here. Johnson's going to move uh, Noah Gunter for, to the uh, stack set on the left-hand side. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Gibbs. Gibbs tries to get wide, thinks better of it, tries to cut up inside, and Peyton Cooper will wrestle him down after a pickup of a couple. But laundry comes in, Ben, uh, in the neighborhood of holding. Yeah, late flag. Let's see what it is. Let's see. Let's see if they give us the signal. Just mark it off. Frankie Diaz will check out of the game. I'll take a face mask. I'll take a holding. As long as it's on them. Illegal receiver downfield. Looks like into the game will be Maddox Stott as Frankie Diaz will get a breather. By the way of Farragut's body language, it is against the Admirals. Okay, maybe offsetting penalties. It's going to be a holding against the Admirals and face mask against the Rebels. So you got both of them, Ben. You didn't. You didn't dictate which uh, team you wanted them against. Gotta learn to keep my mouth shut. Or just yeah, details. You know? Details. Ten forty-five to go here in the third quarter. Play Rebels lead twenty-eight to seven. Admirals with their first possession of the second half, and uh, they've they've found a little offensive spark. Usual suspects in Caius Watts, Jason Maniker. Gonna have trips to the left-hand side of the formation for Farragut. Johnson, quarterback, checking at the line of scrimmage, will move Gibbs, the running back, to his left hip pocket. He's going to take a high snap. He's going to give it to Gibbs. Gibbs goes right, and he is going to be caught at the line of scrimmage. We're ripping at the football, but he's got a good hold on it, and he's going to get down to the 21-yard line. Pick up of three on first down. Bring up second and seven. That boy, Kais, bury him. Just out of, uh, out of the red zone for Farragut, and uh, this is where the defense should and probably will tighten up. Kais has got that macho man Randy Savage look right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnson uh, Johnson will have two receivers to the left, two to the right. In the shotgun. He takes the shotgun snap, wants to throw right. He does. He finds number 27, Gunter. He's all by himself, and he's going to toe touch the sideline and get out of bounds at the 15-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of six. He needed seven, so it's going to bring up third and one. Yeah, the flats were open on that one. Jacob Richmond rushes it, gets it, forces him out of bounds there. 9.43 to go here in the third. Again, Admirals marching. Bring it to the line of scrimmage. Johnson will uh, will cue some defense as he sees, uh, sees some adjustments by the Rebels. Rebels will shift. Johnson takes the shotgun snap, gives it to Gibbs. Gibbs is going to get around the left end and nearly dropped at the line of scrimmage, but he's going to sprout ahead forward, pick up the Admiral first down. Jack Carter had both hands on him, just couldn't take him down in the backfield. Caleb Graham will check out. Frankie Diaz back in for the Rebels. And uh, bringing, bringing in a good for good right there. Let's protect that red zone. 9.26 and counting down. Again, efficient drive for the Admirals. They haven't used a ton of clock, 
Uh, but they've eat up a ton of grass. Johnson will clean the gloves. He'll stand in shotgun. Takes the first down snap. It's a high one. He gets it to Gibbs quickly, and he is going to be met at the line of scrimmage. Maybe picks up a yard, but he's going to get a face full of Peyton Cooper. Looked like a suplex, didn't it? Yeah, a legal one, but yes, a suplex. Second down, nine yards to go. Uh, uh, Admirals can pick up a first down inside the two-yard line, uh, but uh, really, uh, realistically, this is four downs for a touchdown. Yeah, Peyton Cooper got in there and got around his waist and just slung him to the turf. Second down, nine yards to go. Ball on the the Rebel 10-yard line. As Johnson for the Admirals takes the shotgun snap. Looks left. Thought about it. Now he's going to have to call his no number straight up the field. He's going to get to about the eight-yard line, and that's all he's doing as he's going to pick up a yard, and he's going to pay for it physically. Yeah, that play was designed out on the left side of the field. I think that's Auker that went over there, ran a button hook, and fell to the turf. There was nothing on that side of the play. He tucked it and run, didn't get any yardage. Third down, eight yards to go. Um, Ball on the nine-yard line. So, uh, again, just very much a goal-to-go situation here as Johnson will bring his troops uh, to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to have Gibbs to his right hip pocket this time. Defensive shift. They're going to push Gunter to the right side of the formation. It's going to be Johnson's going to roll out. He wants to throw, thinks about it. A lot of green, calls his own number, and Benny's into the end zone. Touchdown, Admirals. Yeah, Luke made a good read there. The defensive line just grouped together in the middle of the, right there at the snap of the football, and that opened up the flat on the left side. Yeah, and Johnson, you know, he is he has been very stoic in the po- pocket from a standpoint of he will hand it off or he will throw it. He hasn't called his number a lot, and so that left the flat open because you had to respect the receivers. Just gave him a running lane that he took. I think it's just good play there. It looks like Keeney uh, will kick this one for the PAT. It is up, and it is good, and the Denso scoreboard has changed. It now reads your Rebels 28, the visiting Farragut Admirals 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where your Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 28-14. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben uh, last drive for the Admirals, nine plays, 70 yards, four minutes, 19 seconds off the clock. Just an efficient drive. Really, that's a, that's halftime adjustments. Coach Courtney's been doing a long time. Let's see how the Rebels adjust. So the kick is away, and Keeney, uh, again, most consistent Admiral on the field tonight. As uh, he puts it into the end zone, it'll be a touchback. Rebel offense out on the field. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to put a little bit more emphasis on running the football with Elijah Cobb and then finding the open flats on the defense yeah i love uh you know some of the approach that they brought to it and i think defensively uh coach white and staff will make the necessary adjustments to uh kind of stop that 
uh, as we head uh, head forward. But uh, Clemmer will come back out with the ones, and uh, we'll see what the Rebels have uh, brought here in the second half. 7.41 to go in the third. Clemmer in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets left, and he is going to get just beyond the line of scrimmage, pick up about three, and that's going to be second down seven to go. Just a, a little bit of hole, and it closed very quickly. Noah got what he could get. Bet by the very good linebacker, number 20, Jay Smiley. Clemmer's, there's going to be a lot of check-in, check-out at the lineman position again here in the second half. Uh, that's the grind when you're the big guys. Going to have Dunford and Gillens out to the right. Going to have Zeke McCoy down here to the flat. Clemmer will take the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, and he's going to kick it out to Gillens. Gillens with the football, fumbled it, picked it back up, and we'll see where they call him down. They're going to call him down at the 15-yard line. A big loss there as it's a nine-yard loss on second down. Yeah, just trying to run with the football before you catch it there. Yeah, and we'll, uh, again, a little rattle there as D.J. Gillen's good mind to get on the football, try to get what you can get, but uh, end result, nine-yard loss, be third and 16. So ball will sit at the Rebel 15-yard line as we go right to left here on, on Jim Renfro. Matthew Klimmer looks to the sideline. He gets the adjustments, two receivers to the left, two to the right. One of those being Mr. Gage Ledoux already has a huge touchdown tonight. Watch Gage. Clemmer is going to play action. He's going to get in the flat to Gage. Gage is going to cut the guy off. He's going to get upfield. He's going to get across the 25 up to the 28-yard line, and that's going to be just a couple yards short of the first down. Uh, so it's going to bring up fourth and two. Let's see what the Rebels do. I think Corbin's going to come in. Yeah, it didn't take long. I think the offense wanted to stay out there. But just a safe play here. Corbin Price is going to punt this one away. Gage did everything he could do to stretch and get that first down. Yeah, a lot of battle there for the big guy. Uh, Just too many admirals on his back. But Corbin will stand at his own 14-yard line. Uh, Looking to kick this one away. It's going to be high. No, it's going to be a fake. It goes to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get it round right in across the 40, 45, 50. And he's going to get a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Fooled me, Mr. Metz. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Wow. Wow. Talk about a bag of tricks, man. Uh, he had me. Corbin Price sold the over-his-head punt. Everybody froze in time except number zero. Noah Vaughn scampered around the right end. Enough for a touchdown and a whole lot more. First and ten Rebels in Admiral Territory. Big 25-yard pickup. I was looking back at the Denzo scoreboard to see if the ball was bouncing around near there. <laughs> It wasn't. It was firmly in the friendly confines of Noah Noah Vaughn's arms. It's going to be this is this is uncharacteristic, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against the Rebels after the play. So it will still be first down, but it's going to it's going to get back into Rebel territory. It's like the head guys looking to mark it off. Not sure what the the delay is here, Ben. I think they're trying to figure out the yardage from the spot. Huh. I was going to say it's from the end of the, the run. All right, now we have the call. It's still first down Rebel, so again, after the play. So so the, the trickery did work, first and ten Rebels. Ball on the, uh, at the current moment on the Admiral 47. And we'll see uh, when they get done. Where it goes. 
Five minutes, 27 seconds, 28-14 Red Rebels. And they will mark the penalty off, and it will go back into Rebel territory. And it will be back at the Rebel 38-yard line. As for tonight, undefeated. That's right. <laughs> and back on, on the hunt is uh, is Mr. Clemmer. Clemmer in shotgun formation takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Price Davis. And Price is going to get stacked up in the backfield. One-yard loss there. It's going to bring up second and 11. Jay Smiley on the tackle. Yeah, they are really kind of loading the box right here, Ben. Again, I think there's opportunity on the edges as the play action will allow. Get back to uh, shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, and continue to have Price Davis to his right. It's going to be a shotgun snap. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, looking to throw, sets up, chucks it, and it's going to bounce off the turf incomplete. And again, some admirals jumping the route. It's going to bring up third down and a long 10. Yeah, that play was designed for DJ in the flat here on the left side of the field. It just wasn't there. He rolled out to the right trying to get that secondary receiver, and there was no, there was great coverage on that side of the field. Matthew Clemmer, Price Davis in the backfield. You're going to see Zeke McCoy, Gage Ledoux, Caleb Dunford, and DJ Gillins, the receivers, and the, and the big guys in the middle. Clemmer's going to look to the sideline, make the check, gets back in his shotgun formation. Admiral's a pretty standard defense. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, three-step drop. He's going to flip it, and the flat is deflected, and it is going to fall incomplete. Admiral Faithful over there thinks that's a fumble, but it very much bounced off the helmet. Bryce Fontenot blocks the pass by Matthew Clemmer. This will not be a fake, Mr. Matz, as three three plays that yielded uh, no yards. It's going to end up in a Corbin Price punt. And that's really the first time that we've seen Bryce make a big play tonight. He's a threat. He's got 16 tackles and owns one of two fumbles from the Admirals this season. Yeah, Farragut will have deep uh, to receive this punt. Number 24 looks like Landon Collins. Not the one that played for Alabama, but the one that plays at Farragut. And uh, it will be a high spinner uh, that will bounce and really take a Farragut bounce back to the Rebel, or sorry, to the Farragut. 38-yard line. That's where the Admirals will take over. Good field position as uh, coming out of the half. Farragut offensively and defensively have found some keys. Yeah, putting some pressure on the Red Rebels. And I think this second second formation here uh, for the Rebel defense, this will be where the adjustments have been made. Uh, So, again, expect a, a little different look. Cannon Johnson. In there, Jacob Richmond, Peyton Cooper. Again, usual suspects, uh, the ones still very much in this matchup. That's going to be a bad snap. Cannon Johnson wasn't ready for it, and here comes Jason Manneker, and Manneker nearly outran Johnson to the football, and it is going to be a huge loss. Boy, that ball was going to continue to roll to the tennis courts, wasn't it? Well, I'll tell you, talk about juice. That, That center had some. It looks like they're going to call. I think that, that probably bails out Farragut. I think they're, are they calling false start on that? Wow. Wow. I mean, I didn't make the rules, but I'm going to say I, that's a bailout. That's, that's the best outcome that could have happened from that play. That saved them about 20 yards. Yeah, easy, easy. So first down, 15 to go as the Admirals again on the march yet again. 
second drive of the second quarter, or of the second half, I'm sorry, and it starts with a penalty. Johnson will take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Gibbs. Gibbs gets off left guard. He's going to push his way. He's a he's a slippery little fella, and he's going to get up to the Maryville 39-yard line. I'm sorry, the Farragut 39-yard line. It'll be uh, it'll be back just beyond the original line of scrimmage. Old reliable Cooper and Richmond in on the tackle. Yeah, I will say those guys have had a ton of work, but uh, Gibbs, the running back for Farragut, uh, he continues to be a target, and he continues to produce. Johnson looks to the sideline, gets the call. They're going to flip Gibbs from his right to his left. Still two receivers to the left, two to the right. Watch the flats here. It's going to be a high snap. It is a bad snap. Johnson corrals it. He's going to have to just pull it down, get what he can get, and he is going to be sacked for about a two-yard loss. So it is going to be uh, it's going to be third down, 11 to go. Third down, 11. Just confirm with Mr. Maine that is a sack, even though he pulled it down because he was sacked or he's tackled behind the line, correct? Roger McNear, the center on the on the poor snap. It's another chew up by uh, by the uh, by the Rebel defense. Third down. They're going to say ten to go, probably closer to eleven. But Johnson, he's going to have Gibbs to his right pocket and uh, two, three receivers to the right, one to the left. Johnson's wanting to throw it. He's going to get it across the flat, and it's going to go in and out of the hands of. Is a Uker? Is it a Uker or number four? I think it was intended for number four, Hank DeVault, but Iuker was trying to be there to clean it up. That's right. Jacob Richmond made a nice play on that, too. What did I say? Adjustments. First first series, touchdown. Second series, technically minus one yard. Yeah, and they kind of went away from what worked for them on the previous drive. They went back to the middle of the field with their passing game. They stopped using the flats. I'll take it. Reese Keeney will be in there in pump formation. Again, I don't I, I don't expect a fake, but I think you gotta play it. Keeney will stand at his own twenty-five yard line. He will kick this one away clean and looks like deep for the Rebels. Uh, will be Cannon Johnson. He takes it. No fair catch for that guy. And he's gonna get up field, get up to his own twenty-four yard line. That's where the Rebels will start their second series here in the second half. Might be another 50-yard punt. That's a huge punt. How far did he go, Mr. Main? No, 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 the punt. TBD. TBD term. 2.44 to go here in the third quarter of play. Clemmer, 40-yard punt, Mr. Metz, but a nice one. Hanger. But uh, with 2.44 to go here in the third quarter, your Rebels lead 28-14. to uh, A lot of touchdowns. Three touchdowns by Noah Vaughn, one by Gage Ledoux. Uh, just um, the wheels that make this thing turn. Matthew Clemmer is going to move Gage Ledoux across the formation. Now he wants to deliver in the flat. Noah Vaughn with the football. He's got some room. Cross the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Can they stop him? 25, 20, and they call him out of bounds at the 21-yard line, the Admiral 21-yard line. But Noah Vaughn, the moose was loose, and he got down the football field quickly. 55 big ones. Hi-ho, Silver. <laughs> and and you know what? The best thing that, that that guy did was launch at Noah. Some people would say, you know, you, you just try to catch up with him and tackle. But I think what he did was he said, I just need to get a hand on him because all that momentum was headed to the sideline. And look at Gage Ledoux doing the dirty work in the flat, laying that block and just creating that path. 
Gage Ledoux is uh, he he is a hero uh, alone, but he is also a un, unsung hero in the way he he just plays football every single snap. Clemmer's uh, going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn up the back of his offensive lineman, and he's going to push it down for a pickup of about five more yards. And he's going to get inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. He just does like that Marty McFly and back to the future, grab the back of that truck and just ride it down the street. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it's, he's talking about the hoverboard scene in yeah. the future, which is actually the present. Right. Number three. You're right. That's, you got it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Uh, but uh, Matthew Clemmer in the uh, in the huddle, you don't see those many uh, much. You're going to see Jonah Arms in here. Watch the uh, left side of this formation as uh Let's just say there's beef in there now. Dinner bell. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. A little stutter step. Gage kits low, pushes low, and he's continuing to push Admirals inside the 10 down to the six-yard line. Talk about dirty. He had the football, and it was still dirty. It's like a mixed 12-piece of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Two legs, two thighs, but he still stays up, right? <laughs> wow. Can't keep the lid on that one. Yeah. But uh, Gage Ledoux all over it and, and really explosive here tonight. I, I couldn't tell you that he was dinged up a week ago. Looking good. Clemmer with the shotgun snap. Gives it to Gage again. Three, two, one. Upright. Gage Ledoux into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. And they're still, they're still admirals falling. Gage Ledoux. Uh, again, there, I think we just got to have a, a, you know, a paper, rock, scissors between he and Noah, maybe a, a sack race, maybe, I don't know, a 40-yard dash, something, because both these kids want this second bag. Yeah, and that's a aluminum sign, so I don't know how you cut it in half. I mean, it, it's going to take some work. Yeah, I don't know. We may have to talk to Mr. Uh, Tim Fry, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and see about a duplicate. But uh, with 1.23 to go here in this third quarter play, the Denso scoreboard has changed. Corbin Price tacks on the extra point, and it now reads your Rebels 35, the visiting Farragut Admirals 14. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Welcome back to third quarter action here. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We're going to jump down to the sideline, Mr. Hips. How's the uh, how's the emotions of the sideline, and what about this topsy-turvy third quarter? Yeah, what started off as a defensive battle has been uh, back and forth touchdowns right now. Maryville now has the momentum back, and this sideline is rocking over here behind us. Yeah, Corbin Price puts it in the back of the end zone, touchback. But uh, talk about Gage Ledoux. Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux really battling it out for who's this week's player of the game. And, uh, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking uh, who is, uh, I guess, who's separating themselves? A lot of dirty work being done on the football field. Yeah, I mean, Noah, I mean, he walked by me earlier and told me he was locked up. But, you know, that big run right there by Gage Ledoux, breaking all those tackles, I mean, he's putting his name back in the hat once again. 
Yeah, I think it's, uh, like I, I was telling Ben, paper, rock, scissors, or a sack race to figure this one out. But thanks, buddy. We'll be back just shortly. And Mr. Chris Hips, uh, again, talk about doing some sideline work. He's uh, he's the heartbeat down there. As Farragut brings the football back out, they're going to try to run off up the gut, and it is going to be just a couple yards. I think they're going to give two yards to Mr. Gibbs, the running back for Farragut. A uh, little handsy out here on the edge. Cannon Johnson, and it looks like uh, number four, Landis Davia. Uh, Davia is getting a little upset. Getting a little chippy. And we'll see. It's second down, eight yards to go. As we're under a minute to play here in the third quarter. Rebels lead 34-14, 20-point lead. And it's going to be Johnson's going to deliver in the flat. It's going to quickly get to Gibbs. Gibbs is slippery. He's going to bounce off a couple tackles, cross the first down marker, and get wrestled down at the 35-yard line. That's a huge pickup. It's going to be about 13 yards on the pickup, and it is a Farragut first down as we near the end of the third quarter. A little correction. Again, they called, I don't think they called, I think they called that uh, extra point no good by Corbin Price. And so it is now 34-14. to 14. Jacob Richmond's got a little bit of a limp, but I think he's okay. Played a lot of snaps here tonight. Johnson for Farragut's going to take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Gibbs, and he is going to wish he would have. As Jason Maniger in the backfield stops and drops the Farragut quarterback. Sack in the backfield. It's going to be second long. Just shreds that block and throws him to the turf. As the third quarter will come to an end, we've got about 12 minutes to go here at the opener of region play at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Your Rebels lead 34-14 as we head to the fourth. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium, and Jim Renfro Field. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, just, a, just a huge night here at Maryville High School. Talk about drug awareness night here at Maryville High School. Big uh, big opening to region play here at Maryville High School. Coach Wilson here uh, on the field actually talking with uh, with Coach Hunt here. And so uh, just a big night here at Maryville High School. Yeah, the student body dressed up like Risky Business, you know, the movie. Frat boys. Frat. It is frat <laughs> night, they said. I asked them, and they were like, oh, you don't know? I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I won't let it go. I'm not on the email list. But uh, scoreboard reads 34 to 14. Third, third quarter stats, or up to third quarter stats. Uh, Rebels got 202 yards on the ground, 28 carries for that, 210 yards through the air, and then 20 carries for 37 yards for Farragut, and all of their, their works really happened through the air, 141 yards uh, but Maryville crested 400 yards of total offense, 
through three quarters of play. A little shout out to Kingdom Design Ministries. Uh, they've got a upcoming event, uh, a little Dancing with the Stars. It's your Maryville Stars. Uh, some really high level uh, judges there. It's going to be an, an event the 27th of September. Uh, let me make sure I get that time and date right. Uh, but it's really uh, a nice event uh, that um, that they're going to have at Kingdom Designs Ministries. But uh, wanted to recap that because that's a really cool uh, nonprofit here in the area. Uh, they they renovate uh, people young people's bedrooms that's had uh, had some kind of bad things happen in their life and just uh, just a good um, kind of wholesome. Uh, Nonprofit here in the area that really does some nice things for young people. So I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, also, I want to uh, encourage people uh, to support and give to Kingdom Design Ministries. But at Farragut, uh, a blasted uh, hit in the backfield on Johnson, but he's going to deliver in the flat. It's going to be a first down, Farragut, and now he's going to uncork it, and he is going to intend the pass. Uh, for number five, I believe, uh, Farragut. That's going to be Landis Davia, and it's going to be overthrown, and Davia wanted to flag. Hutton Jones was all over him, but he, he covered it well. Second down, 10 yards to go. Farragut sets up shop near midfield. They're going to be on their own 46-yard line as they go right to left, uh, headed toward the high school for point of reference. Farragut will set up with three receivers to the left, one to the right, and Gibbs is going to be straight away behind Johnson. He's going to move Gunter in to stack up, probably going to the left-hand side. Gibbs is going to cut left, and he's going to get outside. He's going to be frivolous with the football, but he's going to back his way down near a first down. And it is going to be needed 10, got 11. He's going to get a first down Farragut down at the Rebel 44-yard line. Yeah, they're kind of going back with what worked for them on the Luke Johnson scramble for a touchdown. They're going to run a little bit with Elijah, and then they're also going to try to hit those flats, maybe find something deep down the sidelines. Well, and this is the first drive really been a couple times they've really uncorked it, uh, just trying to back some of that defense off the line. As Johnson's going to take the shotgun snap for Farragut, gives it to Gibbs. He goes left, dead to right's caught, and he's going to squirt out, Ben, for about six yards. Yeah, Cooper wants that back. Gibbs is, is one of those kids that just, he's a jitterbug. He never stays still long enough for you to get hands on him. And next thing you know, he's passed you for three or four more yards. Yeah, and that beach game in week one, he had 180 yards rushing and two touchdowns. 10-36 to play in this one. 34-14, your Maryville lead. But Farragut, again, just putting good things together here. Johnson takes a shotgun snap. He's going to deliver it over the flat. Alker is with the football, and he is going to get down to the five, six-yard line. And it is going to be a big first down for Farragut, first and goal upcoming. Yeah, the Elijah run sets that one up. You bring the linebackers in, opens up middle of the field, and the tackle's made near the five-yard line. High snap by Cannon Johnson. He's going to roll the pocket, looking for Gunter. Gunter in and out of his hands. And, yeah, I think that was a good play by uh, Hutton Jones. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that was Wallace. As it hits Gunter, he turns his body, and then the ball comes out. I think he had to play that as live. They're going to call it incomplete, second and goal Farragut. But uh, I don't blame Wallace for jumping on that one. Yeah, great awareness by Wallace. That's an out route that you really got to pay close attention to and get your hand in there and knock it down. Talking about wishing you had it back. Gunter probably wishes he had that back. Probably as open as he's been all night. And uh, just started running before he got the football. Johnson with the football. The the Admirals at their 
at the Rebel six-yard line. And looks like uh, maybe an offensive lineman jumped. We'll see if it backs the Admirals up. The White Hat says false start against the Admirals. It will back them up. I'll take it. As we all will. The the Rebel faithful uh, clapping on that one. Uh, as the, you know, nobody leaves uh, when there's good football to be played. The home stands are full. Visiting fans, Farragut brought a good contingency, brought their band, and, uh, and and they've seen a good one here. I think there's been stretches of good football for Farragut, and uh, there's been things um, that, that really allows Maryville uh, to understand where they're at, especially in region play uh, going here. Cannon Johnson's going to take the shotgun snap for Farragut. Flag already on the floor, and Alker is going to get it and get out of bounds quickly inside the 10. They're going to say it's at the 8 momentarily, but I'm going to say that's – we're going to see what that is. With the yep. play continuing, it makes me think it might have been against maybe offsides. Yeah, brought the corner blitz. Cannon was coming in on the right side of the field, and that left the left side of the field open. They're conversing with the Farragut quarterback, so that makes me think it's against the Rebels. 10-08 to play here in this football game. Rebels lead 34-14, to an onslaught of Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn touchdowns. Been fun to watch. I ain't going to lie. We may have to flip a coin. 10.08 to play. Farragut with the football as they go right to left here toward the field house. Here finally comes the uh, the call. It's going to be offsides against the Rebels. So kind of felt like that. So it's a little do-si-do play. As uh, we get the offsides, they get the false start. It's kind of a little back and forth there. It will set up back at the uh, at the. Six-yard line. It's kind of where we've played. Getting Joey Winters is exercise. It. At least it's digital. You ain't got to do the little slide thing to change the down. I'll have to be doing that tomorrow. Better sleep well. <laughs> All right. Johnson for Farragut takes the snap, and there's going to be another flag. And back we go. It'll be a false start. Looks like, I think, Caleb Graham's going to check in. Who's going to check out? Looks like it's going to be Maddox Stott will check out. So, again, putting the beef in as we get closer to the uh, to closer to the goal line. Just talk about who's in the football game right now. It's going to be Cannon Johnson, Zeke McCoy. Uh, I'm seeing uh, Hutton Jones. It's going to be Wallace. Uh, it's going to be Jacob Richmond, Peyton Cooper. They are French at the linebacking core. And then the, uh, the normal five Husky. Diaz, Graham, and Manneker. Johnson's going to take the shotgun snap for Farragut. Looks to get it out in the flat. He does. He gets it to Gibbs, and Gibbs is going to be caught and dropped by Jacob Richmond inside the 10, down to about the 7. No flag, so this play actually may work out on the field and not through uh, penalties. Yeah, the defense shifted, and we could hear the coaches next to us saying, the guard moved, the guard moved. And no call, no call. I think they're just tired of picking it up. Nine minutes, 20 seconds to go and counting. 34 to 14 in favor of the Rebels. Farragut inside the 10 of Maribel, trying to go in and cut this lead. Johnson for Farragut. Quarterback going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He will stay in shotgun. Gibbs to his right. He'll have two receivers to the left. He's looking left, and he is bull rushed in the backfield. And we'll see where they stop progress, but the man is sacked in the backfield. Johnson down for Farragut. Chow time. Who wants to eat? I'll tell you who didn't want any, and that was that offensive line. 
bull rush to the max, back to the 16-yard line is where they're going to call it, and it's going to be fourth down Farragut. They're in no man's land. They will keep the offense out there, but a huge play on the defensive end to make this a very difficult fourth down play for Farragut. He's going to snap the ball. Johnson's going to pitch it into the end zone. It's going to go up. It's going to be deflected. Great play by Cannon Johnson, and it is going to be deflected. No call, incomplete pass, turnover on downs, Rebel defense stands. Yeah, he was outsized against Landis Davila. Timed that jump perfect, gets that paw up there and just swats it down. That a boy, Cannon. Davila, man, he is a, he is pining for a for a for a penalty in any way, shape, or form. Did not get it, but honestly, Cannon didn't give him anything to throw for. Really technically sound, like you said, outmatched from a size standpoint, but knew when to jump and made the play on the ball, not on the player. Absolutely. Look at Coach Hunt out there fired up with his defense. Yeah, love what you see there, and Clemmer runs back in with a preserved 20-point advantage as there's 8.25 to go. Rebel offense back on the field. Clemmer will be in shotgun formation. Going to have Jax Kirby in there, a little different at the receiving core. And he's going to get the snap. It's going to be running back. That's going to be Noah Vaughn as he's going to stutter step and jam it up in there. He's going to get a couple. It's going to be second down, eight to go. Yeah, nobody fooled running up to the belly of the defense. Short yardage. Shortage. Shortage. Short yardage. That's uh, We just make single words out of two. It's an adjunct. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> oh wow! Oh, all of our uh, my, all of our uh, uh, English majors are cringing right now. Well, my wife's a teacher; she taught me that. Well, you got to go home. That's fine. As uh, Clemmer is going to hand it off yet again, he is going to get it to. Let me see who carried that one. It's going to be Noah yet again. He is going to pound that Farragut front, and he's going to get up to the 22-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five, so it'll be third down, four yards to go. Ball on the fair or on the Maribel 22-yard line. Nice play by Aiden Enters there, the safety, number 29 for the Admirals. Clemmer uh, stares at a third and uh, about four yards to go. He's looking to the sideline, getting the play from Coach Hunt. Big back in there, Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux stacked up on the left side of the formation. Aiden Enters playing a star position. Let's see, Clemmer checks the play. He's going to hand it. No, he's going to keep it, rolls the pocket, flips it to Gage, and it is going to go in and out of the hands of the junior, incomplete. It's going to set up fourth down. Just a little bit behind him, and right there was Jack Alley waiting on it. Yeah, a good play call just uh, just behind him, as you said, and uh, just uh, kind of bobbled the snap as he's trying to get upfield as quick as he could. Corbin Price will uh, will uh, get back there, and it will be uh, – under seven to play, pump formation for the Rebels. Yeah, give credit to Gage to have the wherewithal to st- stick there and try to make that catch. Jack Alley in your face, balls behind you. He just tried to stay there and make that play. Yeah, and no no disrespect to any other player on Farragut, but probably the most uh, vicious player on Farragut's team. But Corbin Price will punt this one away. He'll get it to Auker, and the turf monster makes the tackle for the Rebels. He is going to come to rest at their own 39-yard line. That's where they'll uh, they'll set up shop. Lateral slide on the 40-yard line. Well, and and give Auker, uh, and we've probably butchered that all night, but Auker uh, has been uh, one of the more electric players on the field, but give our defense some credit. He's been in a bottle most of the night. 
Yeah, he is a skilled position player. He's 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 tough to defend, and our uh, defense has done an exceptional job against. Him. Well, the Farragut band must have been at, at Neyland Stadium last night as they're doing the light show over there. But uh, looks like Johnson's going to continue to throw this one. He's going to get it to uh, that is Okra again and Turf Monster. He tries to make a cut, goes down on one knee. That's a tackle for us, and we don't have to do it. Yeah, with 6:40 left to go, just giving a lot of cushion over there, not trying to give up anything big. You'll see Farragut try to make some of these short yardage out plays like you just saw, and uh, we'll we'll look and see what happens here. They may not have saw it, Ben. We're heard. Six twenty-five to play in this one, thirty-four to fourteen, Rebels, and it is going to be Johnson taking a three-step drop. He's going to throw it across the middle. Wanted to get it to number four. That's Hank Devault, but just beyond the outstretched hands of the receiver, incomplete. Be third and four. Yeah, you have your outside receivers running that fade route, and they run a ten-yard post. And if the linebackers bite. It could be a big yardage play, and they did that against West, and they're doing that against us. It hasn't worked as well as it did against West, so, you know, it's uh, compliment our defense. They're going back to the well. 6-17 to play, as uh, Johnson will have three receivers to the left, one to the right. Takes a high snap, gets it to Gibbs. Gibbs is going to be laced up and dropped in the backfield. Loss of two on the play, and it's going to bring up fourth down. That boy, Jacob, get you some ankles. Jacob Richmond, uh, never forget the interception in last year's Alcoa game that kind of brought his name to the front. A big-time player, uh, but not necessarily a starter at that point. And uh, just a great post-game interview and, and love what that young man has developed into as a senior and what he's doing here for this defense. These senior linebackers are fun to watch. They're going for it here on fourth down around midfield. Johnson is going to take the three-step drop, looks to uncork it. He's got a guy down there, but it's closer to the cheerleaders than it was the intended receiver. I think the the intended receiver let him turn broadside. I think that's number four, Hank DeVault. And uh, if his legs was about six inches longer, he'd have been there. Yeah, I don't know if Hutton Jones tripped up on the sidelines or if he – Got caught up on the turf, but uh, he he wasn't there, and the, that receiver was open. And I think that was a that was a marker of of the tired side of Johnson, the quarterback for Farragut. He wasn't necessarily immediately rushed. He could have extended the play a little bit, but I think he just didn't want to get unloaded on again. Yeah. Clemmer into the game. Turnover on downs. Maryville out there on offense. Clemmer quarterback in shotgun formation. He's going to hand it off. That's going to be Noah Vaughn, and he gets low and gets fast, and he picks up about nine on first down. It's going to be second and one. Ball on the Farragut 35-yard line. Start the drive in Farragut territory and uh, hopefully quickly get to the end zone. Yeah, good run by Noah and good blocking by Alex Boyd over there on the left side. In second down, one yard to go, 5.09 to play in this one. Here's been a nice one here, Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, to open region play in Region 2 6A. Clemmer will have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to have Noah Vaughn in his back pocket. He's going to flip it out in the flat. That's going to be number four, Zeke McCoy. And he is going to pick up the first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And they'll set up shop at the Admiral 32-yard line. 
out route. John Duncan gave him some cushion, but broke downhill and made a nice tackle. So compliments the number three for on the tackle, but we get the first down there. Well, that's eight people in the box and three people trying to cover the rest of them. Everybody's selling out to stop Noah. Now you're going to see DJ Gillins go to the short side. You're going to see Zeke McCoy come out to the wide side. Again, a lot of consistency uh, for this uh, for this offense, for this defense. Going to be Clemmer under center. Let's see what that has. That's going to be a trick play. DJ Gillins gets the football, tries to get wide, gets across the 30, across the 25, cuts up field, inside the 20, 15, spin move, out in front of the Admirals, and he is going to be down to his own 15-yard line or to the Farragut 15. It's going to be first and 10 Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, the start of that play, Coach Hunt was trying to get Zeke McCoy further clo- or getting closer to the sidelines to really create that, that alley down the, down the sideline. So good job by Zeke on the block. D.J. Gillen's one cut away from pay dirt, and uh, he ripped into the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. 18-yard pickup by D.J. Gillen's, and uh, that's a nice contribution uh, by the transfer senior. Noah Vaughn to the right hip pocket of Clemmer. One receiver to the left, one to the right, and they're going to move Gage Ledoux into a stack set. They're going to give Noah. He's going to run off the block inside the 10, inside the 5. Can he catch the pylon? They say he steps out at the 4-yard line. But uh, I tell you, lightning quick, he's a hiccup. He can get up there. Yeah, pulled the guard, pulled Jay Adams on there to make that route happen. I'll say, if you tell me I'm going to block you with Jay Adams, Gage Ledoux, and, and pretty much tight ends, Caleb Dunford, all those guys, I'm just going to be like, you just go. Just go. Yeah. Uh, Noah Vaughn, 25 carries, 201, and three touchdowns. What do you do? What do you do? I mean, have yourself a day, kid, right? 326 to play in this one. Maryville leads 34-14. to 14, Fresh set of downs inside the five. They set up shop at the four-yard line. Do you let Noah finish this one off? Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. No, he calls his own number. Four, three, two, no. He does not get in, but give uh, give the senior transfer a little bit of credit. Uh, he knew he was going to take some licks, but he turned his back and tries to back his way. Yeah, right up the belly of the defense took about five or six licks before he went to the turf. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's good to take those kind of contact, but at the same rate, I think you got to prove your grit, right? Yeah, you like it. I like his toughness. He gets right up, not well, scathed. He's a gamer, and uh, in his four years of or three and a half, I guess at this point, of a starting quarterback, he's he's been hit a few times. Clemmer going to stay in there. The ball will be second and goal from the two yard line as we're under three to play here. Looks to the sideline. Coach Hunt gives the. Uh, Gives the play, but the play clock is getting low, so we call a timeout. Let's take one with them. It's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, 
Insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Maryville High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, we are uh, sweating bullets here trying to figure out who's going to be the Smoky Mountain Axe House player or players of the game. A little teaser there. You may want to listen to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show to figure that one out. But uh, uh, as we look uh, here, it is second and goal. Ball on the two-yard line, the Admiral two-yard line, as the Rebels look to extend their 20-point lead. Anybody who's on social media want to chime in, throw a vote? Uh, let's see who we can get for the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price Davis powers in. Does he get in, Ben? He does. Touchdown, Rebels. And just like that, the Denzo scoreboard has changed. I told you the price is right. The price just hit right as he puts six more on the board. The Rebels now lead 40-14, to 14, and Corbin Price looks to add another. 2.32 to play. 40-14 to 14 sounds a lot better than 34-14. to 14. It does. You know what sounds better? I'll tell you in a minute. Dunford to hold. The hold is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. That sounds better, my friend. 41-14, to 14, your score. Mirror image on the Denzo scoreboard with 2.32 to play. Your Rebels add more to the score. But let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and 41 to 14 is the advantage for your Maryville Red Rebels. As Corbin Price looks to kick this one away, deep for the Admirals, they retreat and they go into the end zone. Touchback. They'll bring this one out to the 20. Ben, uh, again, just in an Admiral reference. At what time does the white flag go up? <laughs> well, I think right now what you do is you're going to see you're going to see a lot of young players get some playing time, um, which is good. This is an opportunity for a lot of these younger kids to get get some development opportunity here. I think you look at the Rebels. There's some youth in there as we speak. Eli Cobble into the football game, number 29. Cody Barton into the football game, number 24. It's going to be Matthew Covert, uh, number. It's going to be 89. Uh, that's going to be David Crawford. Uh, so a lot of youth there as Farragut rushes or throws the football out in the flat, and it is going to be to number five. Uh, that's going to be Landis Devia, and he is going to pick up a Farragut first down. 
Nice hustle late nine, David Crawford. Big tackle. Number 35 in for the Rebels. That's going to be Caleb Reeves. It's going to keep uh, pretty much a fresh set of Rebels as they're going to try to clear it out. Johnson's going to be unloaded on, and he is going to uncork it, gets it to number four. That's going to be Hank DeVault, and it is going to be a Hail Mary touchdown pass for the Admirals. He paid the price from David Crawford in the backfield right before, right after he threw that football. Yeah, again, Johnson uh, with a with a prayer and just say uh, it's it's no fault of anybody. Hank DeVault, uh, just a good route, runs under it, and uh, nowhere to go but the end zone. Quick score by Farragut. The new Denzo scoreboard now reads 41-20 to 20 in favor of the Red Rebels. 2.05 to play. It's going to be... Keeney uh, that's going to kick the extra point. It is up and good. So it's now 41-21 in favor of the Rebels. Uh, let's take another break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Going down till the sun comes up. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. And and, and being this, that may be Farragut's uh, fight song right now. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. They launch a touchdown to number four, Hank DeVault. Change the scoreboard. Now reads 41 to 21, the Denzo scoreboard. But they'll kick it back to the Rebels. And uh, 2.05 to play. Uh, again, I would like to think they're going to cough and kick right here, try to try the onside, and we'll see uh, see if the Rebels uh, can get this uh, recovery and, and kind of salt this one away. And the unthinkable. Let's see. Nobody's, nobody's taking it. They're going to say Farragut recovers it. I think Keeney had a it probably been their MVP tonight as he kicks that one right into the turf. It takes a super high bounce and just uh, just deflected off the Rebels back to the Admirals. And Coach Hunt's uh, not too happy here. I think he felt like there was some I think there was some play being had in that 10-yard gap there. Yeah, I think he's going to take a timeout and he's wanting to chew on it for a minute. And when I say chew on it, I'm talking about the referee. Uh, but he's going to take a timeout. You know what? Ali Franks, the volunteer home mortgage, they're getting mileage here tonight, but Coach Hunt nearly to the hash mark. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. 
And welcome back to Maryville High Schools. We're in a, a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's jump down to the sideline. Mr. Hips, what was uh, Coach Hunt so frustrated about? Well, it was an onside kick by Farragut, a great onside kick, but it looked like the Farragut players hit the Maryville player before the ball crossed and then got the recovery. Uh, of course, Coach Hunt was very disappointed that the call was uh, not overturned since they did hit the guy before the ball could even be touched. Maryville back out on defense. We'll see if they can slow him down. Cannon Johnson, he's wanting to throw it. and Not Cannon Johnson. It's going to be Luke Johnson. He's going to deliver it to number 32 for Farragut. Uh, that's going to be Andrew Celeste, and that's a 5'9", 185-pound senior running back. Uh, he's a load, and uh, he rumbles his way into Maryville territory uh, down to the 34. Jonah Arms on the tackle. It's going to be Luke Johnson. He's going to take that shotgun snap. It's going to be, oh, he nearly had David Crawford. He's going to get it back out to Celeste. He's going to get inside the 25 down to the 23. Another first down Farragut. And, again, they are just quick hitting uh, this this fresh but young Rebel defense. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Arms breaks down in the flat and makes a tackle. Luke Johnson, he's going to take a little flat step drop, and he's going to try to uncork it to the end zone. It is going to be incomplete, but they're going to call defensive P.I. on number 15 for the Rebels, Eli Cobble. Yeah, I'll be interested what they call here. It looked like uh, both were pulling at each other's jersey. Let's see. Yeah, I think the problem is is Cobble never turned back to look for the football. I think that's going to be the the reason that it's against the Rebels. Not necessarily that you're wrong. It's just it's a matter of uh, at least the, the, the wide receiver was looking back for the yeah. football. They're going to get together, clear this up, uh, but with 127 to play, uh, the score 41 to 21 in favor of Maryville. I think well in hand here. Uh, but the Admirals will not go down without a fight. They may have heard that white flag comment. Yeah, I think they heard it. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, I appreciate them listening. <laughs> Luke Johnson will step off uh, this uh, this marker against the Red Rebels, and it will march them ever closer uh, to trying to trying to cut a little bit more off this lead. Has Luke Johnson been the quarterback wire to wire for the Admirals? Uh, he's going to spread this one wide. He's going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't a recap as they if they would go to Davia against Cobble yet again. Yeah, and this could be the last lap. You know, wave the white flag, and then this could be that last lap. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't mean to make them mad. Johnson's going to take it. He's going to take a little three-step drop. He's thought about it, tries to move up into the pocket, and Mr. Crawford, when you do things like that, you're a mister. Mr. Crawford with the big-time sack of Johnson. Yeah, the sophomores had four or five great football plays. Good job. Looks like there's some laundry on the field. I would think it's an offensive lineman trying to save his quarterback, but we'll see what the call is. They're going to say face mask against Farragut. Talk about insult to injury. Officials getting that overtime tonight. David Crawford, a 6'3", 180-pound sophomore. You heard me. Sophomore. He's going to be a man-child here in a couple years. He's a man-child now. Very quick off that end. He he almost had one to play before it, and the turf monster bit him. So that's a kid that loves what he's seeing. It's going to be a face mask against Farragut. They finally march this one off. And it will go all the way back to the to the Maryville 29-yard line. It's going to be a, a first down in a bunch. It's first down in the tennis courts. 
Johnson's going to move Gibbs out in the flat. He wants to go to him. He's going to flip it out there. He's going to try to get wide. Jonah Arms comes in like a rocket, and he is going to chop down Gibbs and uh, save a big run. I think Gibbs had a lot to do after that. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a nice one there. Just pummels him near that 20-yard line. It was it's a it was a thing of beauty. Uh, Jonah Arms knew how to get off the block. We are under a minute here at Jim Renfro Field, where Maryville's looking to secure their first region win here in 2022. As Johnson's going to look to flip it out to Gibbs, Gibbs is going to push off, but he is going to push out, and he's going to get out of bounds. 39 seconds is all that remains, and it is going to be a big fourth down for Farragut. Fourth down, and I'll say it again, fourth down in the tennis courts. But I think this is a, this is a shot to the end zone. This is all they have left. Fourth and 21 for those interested. <laughs> Ball on the 22-yard the line, going right to left. It's going to be a fourth down shotgun snap. It's going to be Luke Johnson. He's going to uncork it. He's got his guy. Does he get in the end zone? And he does. Just gets right beyond the defender. Walks the seam, really. Gets in the corner of the end zone. Good throw, good catch. Touchdown, Farragut. Yeah, it was a little bit of a battle between him and D.J. Gillens there by the 10-yard line. He got some separation for the touchdown. Yeah, I believe the, the, the receiver there was Landis DeVia, uh, number five. So, uh, again, under 34 seconds to play. And, and Farragut not going quietly as it will uh, be 41-27 on the Denzo scoreboard. And uh, Keeney, again, I would make him a player of the game. Uh, he, uh, he, has, uh, he has definitely worked his night off. Yeah. And D.J. Gillins is talking to the official about that previous play. I think he was looking for a pass interference call there on the offense. For a guy as fast as DJ, for there to be that level of separation, I, again, I think I'm, I'm on one side of this coin, but uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Keeney is going to kick this one. It's going to go over the field, housing good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads 41 for your Rebels, 28 for the visiting Farragut Admirals. Let's take our ho- I think last break of the night, you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Maryville High School Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben at the break. I think the, the, the frustrating point here is they said that maybe DeVia stepped out of bounds and was the first one to touch it back in. Yeah. Yeah, that there was there was some there were some concerns on that play. Yeah, and as Farragut looks to uh, to onside kick it, uh, two lightning strikes in the same night, not going to happen. It will go to the Red Rebels, and uh, Matthew Clemmer will bring his, uh, his Rebel offense back out on the field for hopefully what is a victory formation for your first region win here in 2022. 
So, Ben, what do you line up here? Do you go victory or do you run a play? Go victory. And looks like that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep, looks like Gage out there just as a, as a safety valve. Should it get past him, Clemmer will take the under center snap, and he will step back and knee it for uh, what, what would be, I assume, the last play of the night. And it is as Coach Hunt starts walking toward the 50-yard line. Both Rebel and Admirals kind of shaking hands as they play uh, two battles. I mean, Rebels end up on the top side of this one, 41 to 28. But you got to give Farragut credit. Second half adjustments, uh, they did very well tonight. It just didn't overcome the first half deficit. But as the clock hits zeros, the Denzo scoreboard reads: Your Rebels 41, the visiting Farragut Admirals 28. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. The 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1620. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football whoa nelly 48 minutes never looked so good this one will hit the record books as a big red rebel victory now it's time to recap tonight's win on the 95.7 duke fm postgame show a full game recap final stats and updates from games around the area oh yeah and naming the smoky mountain axe house player of the game i know who gets my vote Welcome in to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, the Rebels put on a show tonight. 41-28 to is how they, they became victorious here in the first round of, of region play here in 2022. But ultimately, uh, a lot to uh, to unravel, unroll uh, here in the second half. And uh, stats provided by Mr. Ken Main. Like we said, 41-28 your scoreboard. First downs, 23 for the Rebels, 19 for Farragut. Most of those coming in the second half. You look at rushing yards, 36 carries for 247 for the Rebels, uh, 25 carries for 41 yards 
for uh, the, the Admirals. Uh, passing yards, 213 through the air for Maryville and 332 for Farragut. A lot of that coming in the fourth quarter. Kind of, I don't want to call them trash yards, but really uh, they, were, they were at a point in the game where they were heaving it. Uh, really just not in their game plan well outside of what their structure was. Uh, you look at it, we talked about it at the break, much improved on the penalty situation. There's three penalties. Two of those came late in the game with younger players in the game. So I think from that uh, from that front, you've got to be happier if you're, if you're Coach Hunt. You look at time of possession, very even, uh, but the scoreboard set a different story. Twenty Near 25 minutes for the Rebels, uh, just over 23 for the Admirals. Look at individual stats for the Rebels. Uh, this will be indicative of why the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game is who it is. Uh, but rushing stats, Noah Vaughn, 25 carries, 201 yards, three touchdowns. Gage Ledoux, three carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Matthew Clemmer, three carries, 18 yards. D.J. Gillins, two for nine. Price Davis, two for two yards, and a touchdown. Five Rushing touchdowns tonight, three different running backs. Receiving categories, Gage Ledoux, four catches, 89 yards and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, one for 55. Zeke McCoy, five catches for 48 yards. DJ Gillins, three for 15. And Caleb Dunford, one for six. Matthew Clemmer, 14 of 20. One touchdown, no interceptions, 213 yards passing, just efficient, managing the game, and really doing a really good job there. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it just I, I can't say enough about what this team does just in structure, building the brand, and just really adding to the playbook. Each week they've expanded what Clemmer's been able to do and what this team has done. And, uh, yeah, is there things late in that game what Farragut was able to do that you got to look at? Yeah, but I think when you look at the whole package, what they were able to put together, Maryville put on a show tonight. Yeah, and from the offensive side of the football, you're playing mistake-free football. You reduce the penalties. You tried to use the run to your advantage. On the defensive side of the football, Farragut made – Coach Courtney made a bunch of adjustments throughout the game. His, his typical offense was that pass across the middle. Uh, when Maribel would shut that down, they'd go to the flats. Well, guess what? Coach White and Coach Hunt made the adjustment. So uh, I think that stat that you read earlier, Wayne, on the total rush yard for Farragut, 25 rushes for 41 yards. Great job by our defense. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks volumes about what, what was able to happen tonight because it pushed the ball to the to the perimeter. And it really it stressed our, our defensive backs, but I think that's you want to put people on islands. You want to, to kind of get that, that option uh, to really get upfield and put pressure on that quarterback, make them make bad plays. Uh, I'll say he's a smart quarterback. He's playing well beyond his years. Johnson's going to be a really good quarterback for a good long time, and just this year uh, he didn't he didn't outlast the Rebels here tonight. But uh, they start region play 0-1. Rebels start region play 1-0. But oh, more importantly, the Rebels 3-0 on this 2022 campaign. But uh, marching in the home reds, I think our, our Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game are going to be headed this way. Let's take us a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, hopefully they're up here, and uh, and we'll give a good shout-out to why we chose what we chose and then uh, hear from the, the Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game. You're listening to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here on Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group, 
Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as time-up protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where you witnessed a 41 to 28 victory for your Red Rebels. We are excited uh, to to kind of report. Uh, looks like we're looking at scores from around the area. Heritage is on top of Cock County. A fourth quarter starting score. Of 38 to 21. Come on, Mounties, for the first win of the Joe Osavet area. Got to, got to pull for the county teams, just as long as they're not playing the Rebels. Absolutely. Good job, Coach O. Uh, looking at some scores from around the area, uh, trying to trying to keep up. Uh, Dobbins Bennett on top of Morristown East, 42 to 14. That is a final. So they have have beaten Morristown East. Uh, third quarter score: Granger County on top of Sullivan East, 22 to 18. Uh, Greenville a final. They shut out Elizabethan 21 to nothing. The Cyclones are now 0 and 3, and that is a rough start for what was a, I believe, a back to back and and played for the third state championship in a row. Yeah, so they've big, had a lot of tough opponents early in the season, haven't they? Oh, absolutely. Big turn down there. Science Hill knocks off West Ridge 49 to 7. That's a future uh, Red Rebel opponent. That is a final. Uh, Jefferson County beat William Blunt 45 to 6. And Bearden 35 to nothing over Hardin Valley. Bradley Central beat Cleveland 16 to nothing. Uh, but uh, but Ben, as uh, as we uh, need to get to a quick break, we're going to retool, and we've got a lot of hardware to hand out here in the the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And folks, it's finally fall. That means cooler temperatures, shorter days, high school football, and pumpkin-spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are still at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you some money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Well, I got a chance here. Let me clear my throat. And welcome back to the 95.7 Duke FM post game show. And we are joined by this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game, the offensive line for your Red Rebels. Uh, just a, a whole tandem. We've got the fire marshal would shut this room down if they knew what we had in here, but the offensive beef in here, and we'll start with Cal Grubbs. Cal, man, great game, five touchdowns, 250 rushing yards, no sacks. Great yeah. night. Yes, sir. Wonderful so, night. what would, uh, I guess, how big of a, I guess each week you've probably got things you guys want to get completed. You want to do certain things. Uh, where did that stack up? Where does tonight's output stack up with what you hope to achieve tonight? Um, I mean, I honestly thought we, we came out and did our business um, that we we're hoping to do. I mean, O-line, I feel like we played, all of us played amazing tonight. Um, I mean, we put in a whole lot of work this week to get a whole lot better, and I mean, I think we I think we did it. Yeah, and there were very few penalties in the ball game. You guys did an excellent job at the line of scrimmage. Talk a little bit about that during practice this week. What have you guys been doing to try to focus on playing clean football in the line of scrimmage? Yeah, so um, we've just been wo- uh, working on a – mainly like discipline, um, hand placement, and like our steps. Um, and then we've been walking through a whole bunch of plays that uh, we kind of had like a couple penalties on last week um, to fix up and touch up on. So, yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to hand the mic off first. Before we do that, Cal Grubbs, tell me, you're in school, what you're doing after high school, because I know you got some big plans. Yeah, um, senior in high school, and then I am going to Liberty University to play there. Going to meet up with Markel. That's cool. Yes, That's cool. So, Mr. Adams, Jay Adams, with the mic now. Jay, yes, uh, again, just another piece in the, another cog in the wheel that rushed for 255 touchdowns and uh, and three different running backs to do it. So, yes, again, a lot of different dynamics, but uh, efficiency was a big thing tonight. Mm-hmm. It sure was. So what did uh, so you're in the you're kind of in the meat like you're in the middle like what what were you seeing in there was Farragut trying their best to get in there and you just kind of shut the door? Yeah, they were they play hard. They've always been a, a team that just plays really really hard and you know we just play harder. Yeah, real quick question. <laughs> I like when you do that pull guard move where you yes, just sir. pull and you go find somebody yes, and just sir. you know. It's chow time. Knock them, yeah. So uh, kind of talk a little bit about that. Is that your favorite play is where you get pulled like that? Oh, dude, it's it's always my favorite whenever I get to go pull and they don't see me. That's my favorite, dude. That's oh, always my favorite. I call it chow time. It sure is. So, Jay, you've been doing this for a few years. This is uh, kind of the, the big time, your your, your senior year, uh, been able to, to kind of stay in there. You and Cal just kind of anchoring it down. You guys excited 
uh, for being 3-0. and And, and of course, first region win of 2022. But really, knock on wood, I don't think you guys have lost a region game. So you guys are uh, doing some big-time things. So appreciate it, man. Sorry. We'll pass the mic. Uh, number 72, Houston Ratledge. Yes, sir. How's it going, man? It's going great. You again, uh, you you are a position on the offensive line that I see a lot of runs going that way. Yes, sir. And uh, do, you, do you take pride in that being kind of the case with the offensive line? Yes, sir, tremendously. And uh, I know Gage, I know uh, Noah, Price, all those guys, Jaden, all those running backs really appreciate what you guys do. Is it a? Is it kind of a? Is there any communication between you and the and the backs, or, or you and and Mr. Clemmer as to how that is to take place? A little bit, yes, sir. And it's more of after the play, just celebrating with our running backs after you've made your block and correctly performed your duties. Oh, absolutely. I, I think you know. Um, Again, my little boy plays for the Little Rebs. That's like my swan song now. But, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 fundamentals. It's about taking care of your assignment because it's 11 on yes, 11. Sir. So you control your guy and things take care of it. So uh, you guys do that as good as anybody. And, again, there's no there's no drop-off. I feel like young guys are coming up in this system, and they're seeing you guys do stuff at a very high level, and they're growing up through yes, that. Sir. Yeah, did you have to do any work on Bryce Fontenot? I know number 50, he was really creating some pressure there. Yes, sir. He's, a, he's an animal in high school yes, football so i i didn't know if he was doing anything different during the game that you guys noticed or anything he, like that. he was quick and I, I was a challenge to get get on him while he was always quick he did an excellent job Thank well you, congratulations sir. and and ben just a side note if i ever want to feel small i just need to hang out with these guys because they are <laughs> they are big guys big bosses but we'll pass the mic uh, number 55 alex boyd man how yes, are sir. you i'm doing great uh, are you are you settled down? Like you guys are still like everybody that's come up here. Uh, talk about Gage and Noah the last couple of weeks. The the thing that that I think Coach Waters probably does as good as anybody. You guys never come up here winded. Like I come up here with just a, a coke and I'm out of breath. You guys got these full uniforms and you just you're ready to go. But uh, what what about uh, what is special about being offensive lineman at Maryville? Um, the coaches really. It's just a great environment to be in and. Uh, we just go out there, block our hearts off, and do what we're coached to do. Absolutely, and you guys do it at a very high level. Uh, it, it's not a only gave up one interception or gave up one sack. It's not only you know one touchdown or two touchdowns or we won the game. No, it's like nobody gets back there. It's like you've built a wall as far as this as big as this press box. It's just uh, it's nice to fun. it's fun to watch you guys and uh, and you've done a uh, you're a sophomore. Yes, I sir. mean you're uh, in, in the grand scheme of, of your time at Maryville, you're a pup, but you're uh, you're doing big work, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and talk a little bit about the brotherhood. I mean, you guys have been playing football together for a while and the continuity of this group. I mean, it's got to mean a lot to have these guys with you in every practice and every game. Yes, sir. We've got to be the tightest on the field. And, and you guys definitely do that. We'll pass the mic. That's Alex Boyd. And next, uh, number 78, Blake Heckman. You're the you're the tallest one of the bunch. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'll say, uh, you know, number 78, 6'6", 275, a junior. So yes, you're sir. not even done growing yet. No, sir. I had to cut a, a T-top in here the next <laughs> time you're in here. But, uh, but man, again, just a, a pivotal piece in this offensive line. You know, I think a lot of times – especially at least from our vantage point, it's easy to see, you know, a running back out in the flat, a yeah. wide receiver down the seam. But you guys are just in there, and it's it's like one unit. You are one Absolutely. player. If they just put one number on you guys, that's what you guys work as. Yes, you sir. just move forward. And and it doesn't matter where they choose to run it, what gap, what assignment. Uh, you guys know how to make a hole. Ben actually said he thought we would get five yards on one of those holes, and I was like, I'm probably more three and a half. He's a little more athletic hey, than I am. we got some jerseys down there. You all want to throw them on? 
I'm good. I'm, <laughs> practice, maybe. Practice. Yeah. But uh, I know you guys like us. Nobody else would. So, yeah. But, uh, again, a great uh, great outing tonight. You've got to, again, you're a junior, so yes, continue sir. to work very hard. Uh, getting that early playing time is going to be huge, and yes, it's going to play dividends later Thank on. You. So thanks so much. And uh, and last but certainly not least, Logan McGlamory. How are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you? Hey, welcome in. And, uh, again, a big bunch of uh, offensive linemen in here, and you just played a, a heck of a part in that. A six-foot, 225-pound junior, but you get in there, you play your heart out. And what did it mean to get this big win tonight? You know, it's really something that we were kind of talking about pregame, getting those big plays, getting those uh, big blocks. And I think whatever we all worked as a unit, that really just – comes together nicely absolutely and 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 i guess talk about we've talked about coaching but what what does the coaches tell you guys about uh just uh, kind of the fundamental side and, and your assignment uh you know sometimes before we go out for a drive they're just telling us to stay low and play fast which is really something we try to do every play because if you're playing fast it's our running backs can do something great in the backfield so i'll tell you this there's been many a times where i'm like that's like no game like that's a no gain play because no, you know, no runs into your guys' back or what have you. And then I look up and I'm like, no, it's three yards down the field because you guys have literally moved the line of scrimmage to that point. Is explosion something you guys really push each and yeah, every week? We we work on that all the time. Uh, Coach is always saying our running backs are going to make us right, so we're, I guess we're really lucky to have them. Yeah, I saw that one play where Cal just runs all the way up near the one yard line. And right behind him is Noah Vaughn, and he's looking around like, is anybody gonna, anybody gonna come? Come on! I'm, I'm waiting on Noah to like get a carrier to put on their back and just kind of come with you. But, uh, but no, it's, it's fun to watch because, like I said, there, it's a machine. There's no, oh well, I wish that they probably would like to have that one back. It's just a, it's a unit. It's a great thing. And guys, you guys were the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Thank you. Uh, but guys, uh, we've got hardware. Uh, we won't ask you to cut this thing into pieces. We'll try to figure out how to to best do it but uh uh you guys get that uh all over we got a water bottle here we got stickers we've got wristbands and so there's more swag to be had here so we'll try to try to take care of you in the swag department but we're going to get a picture we're going to take a break get a picture with mr jeff weaver and then when we come back we're going to wrap up what's been a really cool uh post game show and you guys get to help us sign off you guys good with that yes sir all right. Well, we're going to take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. You're listening to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here on Rebel Radio. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. From the HEP Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. 
Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at oreocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 665-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back inside the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show as we're wrapping it up here with the loaded box and the Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game. But as we close up tonight, I want to thank, uh, again, everybody that makes this possible. But the Red Rebels have the, defended the attacks of the Farragut Admirals and started region play 1-0, and and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 3-0 as the Admirals of Farragut fall to 1-2. and Final score for Maryville High School, the Rebels 41 the Admirals, less than that. That's already off. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that make this broadcast possible. Coach Landon Harris, Athletic Director at MHS, as, the, as well as the great administration. Thanks to all the support that you heard from the sponsors in and out of the breaks, but thanks to the infamous Ken Main for up-to-minute stats each and every week. Special thanks to Miss Laura back in the studio that gets us in and out of the breaks. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and the entire offensive line for the Maribel Rebels, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to the Rebel to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! Get ends and then stack them. Don't let nothing distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get loud.
you say 